Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 144 of Thirst and Goal. I'm Franny. Across the table from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Ben, we just finished bottling our, I think it was our fifth beer, right? It's an yeah, IPA. Yep, yep, yep. It's, uh, it, it's, Hop on top of hop on top of hop. So I'm guessing it's going to be a hoppy beer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hop. It's hoppy. It's dark. It is really it dark. It is very aromatic. It should be a beautiful beer in a couple of weeks. And we can't wait to tell you how it came out. We've done a cream ale. We've done an, uh, we did a hef. Hef. And we IPA. did an IPA. Uh, what else did we do? I can't remember exactly what we did. Uh, yeah. We cream ale, hef. Yeah. We've done a bunch of them. The IPA. I think we're missing something somewhere in oh, between. definitely. Yeah, I can't There's remember exactly. definitely another one that we're but missing in there. another one, and I can't wait to try this, and hopefully it'll carbonate, you know, in the next two weeks. We had trouble that first time around with yep. that first IPA that we did. Yeah. We had to wait about three weeks, almost a month, before it was it was ready to drink, but once it carbonated... It was beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was one of the best IPAs I think we've ever had. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can't get anything like that west of the Mississippi. Nah. And Franny, how was your week this week? It was a very busy week. It was. It was. It uh, was that's what I like to hear. Yeah, I know it was. It was tiring. It was. T- I was ready for Friday. That's and what Friday I like to was hear. really busy. What about you, Ben? Same. It was a busy week. Busy, busy, busy. Uh, back in the office, which was interesting and nice to see some human beings face to face for a mm-hmm. change. I actually thought that was a, a nice little change of pace. Uh, we all have to get back to real life at some point. Franny, what are you drinking over there? Uh, you know what? Uh, I am drinking the Redemption High Rye Bourbon with a little bit of that. Um, what is this stuff over here? That the low... Q Light Tonic. Yeah, that's what it is. I didn't turn around. The Q Light Tonic. <laughs> is there an echo in here? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just said that. But uh, no, actually, since this tonic is really light, the bourbon doesn't taste, or this this rye doesn't taste that bad with it. I mean, it gives it a little bit of a zing, but it's it's. Um, it's not bad, actually. I thought it was going to be worse. Yeah, with I'm, a regular tonic, it would be worse. Yeah, I'm getting used to this tonic, uh, you know, trying to take down the calorie load mm-hmm. just a smidge. Uh, you know, we drink during the show. Friday drinks his bourbon or his rye and soda. I drink my gin and tonic and having several glasses of tonic uh, every week. Too much sugar in there. Yeah. So we've moved to the light tonic. And I'm conducing. actually getting used to it, and I like it. Yeah. It, it, once you get used to it, it's actually not that bad. Yeah, and I'm drinking the... Copper and Kings, the moons of Jupiter. It's a beautiful gin from a bourbon distillery down in Kentucky. Can't say enough nice things about this particular distillery. They've got about three or four different gins in their line. All of them are good. All of them mix well with tonic. All of them mix well in several (laughs) drinks. I also have a little bit of lime and a rosemary sprig Mm -hmm. in there. I can't wait to talk about what was another terrible week of NFL football. Oh, come on. Only because the Steelers lost again. And ben. the Eagles lost Yeah, again. but that's expected. And I expect the, the Eagles to lose. Seahawks lost and the Seahawks lost again. But they won one. Yeah, and they won they, one and they lost, they lost one. one. So, But they lost yeah. the number one. Well, the number three. Yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, uh, well, I want to say you're happy about it, but you just want to see how the team performs without. But Gino. Yeah. Gino without deserves an opportunity Russell to start. Wilson. 
with a legitimate offense. He hasn't been provided that opportunity in the past. Nobody with the Jets is. Yes, that is for sure. Obviously, we don't want to see Russell Wilson go for any extended period of time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after all the ruckus that he you made in the offseason. you got to be able to bend your middle finger. I mean, he can't flip anybody off right now. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he never does anything like that. He's very, he's a very humanitarian Walter Payton Man of the Year <laughs> yeah. award winner. On camera, but off camera. Yes, off yeah. camera, you know, in his giant walk-in <laughs> closet with Ciara. All right, Friday, what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL Week 4 breakdown. We have our Week 5 picks. We also have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We also have Franny's Flame and Ben's Bust of the Week. I'm sure it will be Seahawks heavy, probably Steelers heavy as well. We have Ben's. That's another three-hour long podcast about the <laughs> it Steelers. Could, it, it could be just a, a podcast on its own. We have Ben's betting corner, and you haven't fared very well. Not this year. At the beginning of the season. Well, we're getting there. We're yeah, getting I mean, there. It's, it's, you have to get the you know get the get, get their early uh, early season jitters out of the way. Yeah, spoiled in the first week. Had a great first week. Next couple weeks, sort of break even. And last week, yeah, was, no, the uh, Eagles really not screwed ideal. you. The Eagles really screwed you out of that parlay. Yeah, they did. Uh, you man. Know, nine game parlay. I you told hit eight, you. I told you. But the Eagles lost to the Cowboys. And then we also have our shot of the week in honor of Geno Smith. We do wish him all the best uh, with the with the Seahawks for the next few weeks. We'll see how long Russell Wilson is out, but it is a beautiful shot. It is a it layered nice. shot. It is a Seattle Seahawks colored shot, and I mean it's really nice. It's actually it's a beautiful looking shot. It is. It's almost like a dolphin slash Seahawks color. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, actually it is. I mean, if there was a little bit of orange in there, it could it could pass as as dolphins too. But yeah, Gino deserves this opportunity, and we all wish him well. And we also have our beverage of the night. It is the Agitator Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, and it's finished in red wine barrels. Cannot wait to try that. And we also have our beer of the night. <laughs> it's the Birra Moretti. It's an Italian. <laughs> It is a very Italian beer. Yeah. It has a, a I don't gentleman know if I've ever, on the I mean, label. I've, I've heard of it. I don't think I've ever had it. I mean, Peroni, we had it on the show, actually. Very good beer. It's a solid beer for, you know, a low price. I mean, you know, you get a six-pack for like, what, seven, eight bucks, maybe eight bucks. And it's a quality, you know, good-tasting beer that you can, you know, pretty much drink all night. We also had that Sicilian one, which is also pretty, that was good, pretty good, too. And then now, this is our third uh, Italian offering in a short period of time. It's the Birra Moretti. And Ben thinks it's like the most hilarious uh, label. label. I mean, it looks like the label that they, they crafted in the 1970s, give or take, and yeah. they just never I like changed it. it. I like it. They probably haven't changed it. It's an older that's, gentleman with a mustache drinking a beer with a fedora. That's, uh, it's, it's Luigi Moretti. It's, very, it's a very Italian yeah. label on this particular beer. Yeah, and when you drink it, you have to like make that hand gesture. Make the like hand the, gesture. Yeah. But well, hopefully it'll be really good. Obviously, all the I'm other sure Italian will. beers we have are good. I think it actually had a rating of like 93 or something on the shelf at Total Wine. And a six-pack, no less. All right, a six-pack. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, it, was, they're not, it was like nine bucks. You know, let's give it a shot. All right. Ronnie, what's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, we have our NFL Week 4. Breakdown. Can you believe that we are going into Week 5 already? Yeah, Ronnie? I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because you watch the Eagles' offense grow right before oh, yeah. your very eyes. Yeah, they're growing. They're getting better every week, uh-huh. scoring more points every nah, week. They're not. I mean, they scored against the bad defense. They had yeah. some bad penalties that, that hurt them in that game. But the Eagles look a little bit better, I think, in week four than they looked early well, on. They can't look you know, much worse than they did in week four. So, you know, but they, look, saying, that, saying they got better is not saying much. But they have some hope. I mean, Jalen Hurts has been playing well. 
The defense is playing terribly, but Jalen Hurts is playing pretty well. I mean, he played well. He played well this last game, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that one. We'll get yeah, to that one. I can't one. wait to talk about that one and Jonathan Gannon's defense. Uh, for, first up, the Thursday night game, Friday. Urban Myers. Did we talk about that one? I think we may have talked oh, about, did that we talk one, about that one. Oh, we talked about that one? Last Saturday, I think we talked about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So we got to start well, poor. Yeah, but Meyer. Urban Meyer, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about that if you want to. Not yeah. a great week. I mean, what do you think? What do you think the, uh, the the Jaguars should do with Urban Meyer? I mean, they were talking this about this is like overreaction. Firing. I, th- I think I think it is an overreaction. I mean, he was at a bar. He had some. Gr- I mean, she knew what she was doing. I, I, I mean, don't he knew what he was doing. He knew what the... he was doing too. But I mean, you know, he's he's uh, they're both. I mean, she's a grown woman. He's, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was some underage uh, woman. I mean, it's not like any, I don't know what happened out of the. You know, after they, you know, that whole thing at the bar or club. Um, but I don't think anything really did happen afterward. No, I mean, I don't understand. I mean, unless Shad Khan and the ownership group in uh, Jacksonville has some other ulterior motive to potentially cut ties with Urban Meyer. I don't know. I mean, I and I know that the old school football people didn't like the fact that he didn't fly back with the team, that he wasn't there on the you know to 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 mm-hmm. suffer all of the the loss with his team on the way back but then again i mean is there really any old school is there any really old school football mentality left and you, you couple that with the video i mean there's 53 human beings on that roster i guarantee there's not an insignificant percentage of those who have worse videos than that mm-hmm. that we could release that have engaged in worse behavior than that i don't know why we forgive this type of behavior for football players over and over and over again and urban Meyer not flying home and having a kind of a lap dance situation, fully clothed. It yeah, turned the football that, world upside down. It wasn't even that way. He was just sitting on a bar stool. I don't, I honestly don't it get was it. like sort of uh, grinding. Not really. I mean, she was kind of like, <sighs> you know, kind of moving her. I mean, she didn't really know how to dance that well. No, and I, <laughs> and I don't understand. Why is this, why is this worthy of even having a discussion about no. terminating his employment? Yeah, no, seriously. I mean, Friday night off the top of our head could probably rattle off about 15 active players in the league right now who have literally knocked people out. Mm-hmm. Some of them have knocked women out. Yeah. Stone cold out. Joe Mixon, right? Uh, and we don't seem to Kareem care Hunt. whether these folks play in the NFL. We don't mm-hmm. seem to be concerned about their behavior. I mean, obviously, he's the head coach. He has to serve in his example, blah, blah, blah. But I, I just, I, I, when I when I was reading all of the coverage and that there was talk of potentially cutting ties with him. I was like, I got to find this video. And then I watched yeah. the video. I'm like, is there more? I kept searching. Like, is there more? Is there, is there more to this story that I didn't see? You know, it's, they're like making a bigger deal out of this than the whole Robert Kraft thing. You know, Robert Kraft. Yeah, was that was actual short... unlawful it, it, conduct. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, he's off the hook, but urban Meyer, for some reason, you know, is, is, they're talking about firing him for what, you know? Just... Yeah, and I, I can't help but think that it, there's some, something else is going on with that team that is leading the ownership group or the or the players to sort of maybe want to move on from him. I guess the, I'm the players kind of using it as a, as an excuse, really. Yeah. I mean, because that you know poor performances so far by the Jags. Actually, I mean they have shown improvement week over. I mean the team, you know, a lot of players moved on after last season and actually the last few seasons. It seems like everyone was just jumping ship. I mean the team that they have in place is not you know they don't have the most talent there, but you can see some improvement week after week. And you know it's gonna be growing pains. You have a rookie quarterback. You have a rookie coach. Basically, I mean he was in college forever, but I mean he's never been in the NFL. Um, so this is all new to him too. And, uh, you know, when you're an NFL coach, this is the sort of notoriety you get. And, uh, you know, it gets a little blondie grinding on him for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he didn't, like, literally knock the living <laughs> shit out of him. Like, Just... the, you see the MMA fighter that lo- knocked that guy out in mm-hmm. the bar? Uh, you know, let's put this in perspective. And there was some, 
you know, talked at the players, laughed him out of the room when he tried to provide his explanation. I, I, they're all empl- your employees. I don't really care what your opinion is yeah. of the person that is leading you. If you don't perform well, you'll get cut. Mm-hmm. If you don't perform well, you'll get traded. So suck it up. Go out there and play this next game. And let's put this behind the Jags unless Khan yeah. wants to get rid of Urban Meyer. But that this was much ado about nothing as far as I'm concerned. Grind. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and grind. Grind some wins. Let's grind out some wins. Uh, but first up front, a Titans at Jets. Wow. The New York <clears throat> Jets get their first Finally. win. 27-24 to 24 over the Tennessee Titans at home. In New York City or outside New York City. Franny, what say you about the Jets getting a win? Yeah, they tried to give that game away. They tried to give it away. I mean, well, it was an exciting game. It went to the Falcons. It went to overtime, and uh, Zach Wilson had himself a pretty good day. I was, you know, I was, I was actually surprised. I mean, some of the plays that he made downfield where he, I forgot which one of the receivers, it was a broken play, and he just pointed down the field, and yeah, there is J-A-T-S, Jets, 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 and uh, I mean, he led the receiver, and it was a nice, I think it was a touchdown on that play, but uh, no, it was a good, good win. Finally, they win. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was a great game, especially coming down the stretch there. I mean, I, I was really rooting for them. I see that, you know, they finally was able, they were able to get the ball in overtime, get, a, you know, at least a field goal to put this one away. Uh, but what's his name? Uh, Zach Wilson finally has a little bit of an improvement here. 21 mm-hmm. of 34 for 297 and count them. Two touchdowns, one interception. But Michael Carter with a touchdown on the ground. Corey Davis with a touchdown through the air and Jamison Crowder. With a touchdown. But what do you think this says about the Jets also, going forward? Also improvement, just like the Jags. You know, I mean, slowly but surely, you know, they have their rookie quarterback in place. They have their new, uh, you know, coach there. I mean, Robert Sala, you know, it took four weeks to get a win, but he finally got one. But, you know, this is a confidence builder for the team moving forward. I mean, especially in that division. I mean, you know, they, they could beat New England. They could beat Miami. They could be. They will probably will beat Miami. I mean, the Buffalo Buffalo Bills are still the team, the top dog by far in that division. But you know, if they can rattle off a couple of wins, you know, especially against a Tennessee team, that's not bad. I mean, they're mediocre. They're middle uh, of the road. Someone on this podcast said they were mediocre <laughs> going into the season, and now two and two with the yeah. definition of mediocrity. It, well, they're 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 mediocre, and uh, but I mean, still the Jets. That's a huge win for them because you know a lot of people expected much more from the Titans. Oh, for sure. And your beloved, Ryan Tannehill, 30 of 49 for 298 and count it, one touchdown. Derrick Henry, of course, with a huge day, 33 carries for 157 yards and one touchdown on the ground. Cameron Batson with a touchdown through the air. But I think it this might be time to hit the panic button in Tennessee. Uh, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't hit the panic button. They just lost yet. to the Jets. Yeah, I know they, this lost, they the, lost to the this Jets. This is like losing to the Steelers yeah. or the Seahawks. Or the Eagles. They lost to the Jets. Yeah, I know. Hey, eventually somebody was going to lose to the Jets. And it, it just happened but to be that, them. that's not necessarily the case. <laughs> <laughs> and they lost. <laughs> well, they get their first win in like week 13 or 14 yeah, last was, year? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was like week 14 or something. Um, but but your, your love for Ryan Tannehill I don't, knows I don't, no bounds. I don't, I don't love Ryan Tannehill. He's, he's a decent You've got Derrick Henry and you lose to the Jets. He's How good decent, of a quarterback can you be? He's a decent quarterback. And they have, they have he has, uh, you a know. A decent defense. They signed, uh, you know, a good contract for his skill level. So they have more money to they spend. They overpaid for his skill level. I don't know about that. It's actually a pretty decent contract that they have in place over there. They're not paying, paying him a ton of money either. I so. think they're paying him like 20, yeah, 22, 23 yeah, or something I mean, like that. That's not bad for a starting quarterback. Uh, with, with experience well, under his belt, you know, some experience. I've got a lot of, a lot of, uh, he's got a lot of losses under his belt. Yeah. Well, but congratulations to the Jets, though. 
oh, yeah, winning sure. this early in the season. Yeah, I mean, they might, <laughs> I mean, they might end up. I think I bet the over. I think the over under was like four and a half. I think yeah. I bet the over. Yeah, they're. they're, they're I think the Jets will get five or six. They're wins. building something over there. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, the, if no other city, no other fan base deserves at least some, you know, some hope. You know, something to look forward to than the New York Jets fan base. They have been kicked around yeah, and, and is punched not around right? for I so mean, long. Uh, uh, is it Mackay Beckton? Mackay Beckton, yeah, he's, one he's, of the best offensive linemen in the league. Back in the next Pretty soon. few weeks, right? I mean, yep. so once they get him back, you know, bolster that that offensive line. You know, Zach Wilson doesn't have to run for his life. Exactly. All right, Friday. Next up, Detroit Lions at your yeah, Chicago a, Bears, twenty-four to fourteen. Chicago gets the win. Chicago goes to two and two. Detroit falls to zero and four on the road. But what do you say about Justin Fields in his first start? 11 of 17 for 209 yards, zero TDs, but one huge interception in the game. But he played well. What was the Those second numbers? start? Second start, right? Or it was the second start. The first start well, was, was part of a la- game. Or was it? Well, that's right. He came in for Dalton. Yeah, he yeah, came yeah. in for Dalton. Did not play well, but in this game, I mean, I don't oh, think the it? stat line. Yeah, I don't remember now. Is but as yeah. impressive as some of those dimes he dropped in the game, especially deep down the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this was, I mean, this was a surprise to me. I, I thought that, you know, Detroit would definitely get their first win uh, in this one, uh, you know, just based off of their play in the previous games and how close they were. And, you know, Jared Goff is. I still think Jared, I, I, Dan Campbell that, and that, that coaching staff, Anthony Lynn as the offensive coordinator, I think they're, they're going to go through some growing uh, pains and they may Jared need to Goff make some, will end up as a, as a backup somewhere. They need to make soon. some more coaching changes, I think, especially at the coordinator position. But, you know, he didn't have a terrible game. Jared Goff, 24, 38 for 299 and two, count them, two touchdowns in the game. Uh, but David Montgomery for the Bears, he just keeps churning. 23 carries for 106. Didn't he get injured yep. in this game? Yeah. I don't know how many games he's going to miss. I don't know. Ah, uh, but two huge touchdowns in the game. No touchdowns through the air. But poor Detroit can't get anything going on the ground. Jamal Williams, 14 carries for 66. DeAndre Swift, who I think should have carried the ball more, eight carries for 16 yards. Ah, uh, but Khalif Redmond, three catches for 46 yards and two count them, two touchdowns. But what do you think? Uh, do you think Andy Dalton is ever going to see the field again? I don't think so. No. Well, Matt Nagy, you know. Obviously, you have to move on from him. The fact that this guy won Coach of the Year yeah. is just, he's so bad at his job, both in terms of the X's and O's and in terms of dealing with the media media lying to straight. I mean, he's like essentially the Adam Gase of the NFL right now. Matt Nagy, has, he doesn't know whether he's coming or going. But do yeah. you think, uh, I cut you off, I apologize. Do you think that Justin Fields will be the starter in Chicago? Oh, I think so. Moving yeah, forward move, from move, this point. I think moving forward, even, you know, if, if Andy Dalton is 100%, I, I do think Justin Fields should, well, he will be the starter and he should be the starter. But Nick Foles uh, is 110%. Uh, they got I mean, a lot of quarterbacks they, on that roster. They have too many quarterbacks. I mean, you know, if they could possibly trade Foles, but I don't think anybody's going to take on that contract right now. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's probably a team out there that probably needs a backup somewhere. Steelers. So uh, the, Steelers, <laughs> the Steelers, the Steelers do. Um, you know, even, even, uh, you know, Miami have, well, actually, no, they have, um, Brissett out down there who's, who's performing, you know, yeah. decent enough. I can't, I can't <clears> imagine <throat> you find a better back, backup. Yeah. Than Brissett for the money. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. But, you know, uh, Justin Fields, we said from the beginning of the season, they should roll with him and not Dalton. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I think, I think yeah. they should. I mean, he had a couple really well thrown deep balls in this game. They were right on the money. Mm-hmm. The offensive line protected him better than I expected. He wasn't running for his life back there. If David Montgomery is fully healthy, decent running game, decent offensive line. I think they might have something mm-hmm. with Justin Fields. Obviously, the jury is out. 
Uh, but I was impressed with the way he was able to carry himself in the pocket, also step up and make those deep throws and hit those deep balls down the down the field right on the money. That was impressive. Who knows what will happen next week? Who knows how Matt Nagy will screw this up? I'm sure he will. But uh, can you imagine? Can you believe that guy won coach of the year like three years ago? I mean, they had a pretty decent season. They did, yeah. but I mean, you know, he was wearing I mean, there, the hat there was, there or other, there shirt other, or whatever. There he were had, like, other coaches. He was doing. I mean, there were other coaches that deserved it more than him, you know, but. But he's been so all, I mean, lying to the lying to the media, then the media with actual video evidence that contradicts his actual lie. Uh, you know, saying things he, he just doesn't understand, I don't think, how to handle uh the role that he's been given and, and probably would be better off in a in a coordinator position yeah. somewhere oh, where yeah. he doesn't actually have to face like, the media. Like Jason Garrett. <laughs> like Jason. No, I'm serious. Like Jason Garrett is better. Wait, I mean, did he speak well, he's not he even did, a good coordinator. Wait, did he actually. speak when he was with the Cowboys? Like, I, I don't remember a single word that Jason Garrett yeah. has yeah, ever but, said. But he's, you know, he's somebody that just can't. You know, he's he's definitely not the type of guy that's going to lead a team. Well, he uh, led the Giants to their first win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Next up. Man, you can't say anything nice about a Cowboy player, coach, owner, former player. You don't like Tony Romo. You don't like Troy Aikman. I don't, not that I don't like Tony Romo. Tony Romo's, you know, he's, he's, he seems like a nice guy. Just, you know, he, sometimes he gets annoying on CBS. Yes. Well, I think, I mean, compared to, you know, watching Chris Collinsworth, I will oh, well, happily take I hate Chris Tony Romo. Uh, I mean, Jim Nance is not my favorite, but then again, I, I like Jim Nance. I didn't realize he had a. Hello, friends. Didn't realize he had a, uh, I think it's Pebble Beach. He's got a par three replica of a hole i think it's at pebble beach i could be wrong about the golf course in his backyard damn uh that's when you know you've made it yeah i mean it's it's pared down a little bit but it's a it's a legitimate golf hole like just sitting there right in his backyard i wonder how much he uses it uh the same to play the same hole over and over i think he brings (laughs) a lot of friends over to play it i don't know how often i'd want to play the same hole all the time Hello, friends. Hello. (laughs) Let's play some golf. Let's play some golf in my yard. (laughs) I think it's in California somewhere. Uh, Next up, Friday, Indianapolis Colts get their first win 27 to 17 over the Miami Dolphins. Colts go to one and three. Dolphins go to one and three. Carson Wentz finally with a decent game 24 of 32 for 228 and two huge touchdowns. Count them. Friday, what say you about Carson Wentz getting off the Schneid? Uh, I mean, yeah, I wish Carson Wentz all the best. I really no. do. Well, I, he I, didn't I, play for the Cowboys. That's I really do because if he continues to play, then the Jeff Eagles get a better draft pick. Because <laughs> if he plays seventy five percent of the might. season, <clears throat> oh, you just jinxed it now. Now he's going to twist something or break something or tear something. You know, tomorrow. Thanks he's a lot, got Ben. Two knee braces in his legs. Both his ankles are both taped. You know, he's got a collarbone brace. He's got like yeah, but a I mean, elbow that's, that's brace. pretty impressive, though. I mean, those numbers for a guy that twisted both ankles, which is also pretty impressive, by the way, to twist both at the same time. That's not easy. Yeah, you try exactly. twisting two at the same time. <laughs> anybody out there? It's not easy to do. Yes, without having your your ankles actually attached to the ground, <laughs> well, with yeah. the ability to move at the same time and still spraining them both. But you know, to 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 be able to come back from that injury because one ankle sprain is is painful enough, but two, man. But you know, twenty four, thirty two, two hundred twenty eight yards. Two touchdowns. He doesn't really throw for a lot of yardage ever. I mean, even for the Eagles, I mean, he would never have high yardage, you know, games. Um, but you know, it's it's good to see, you know, Carson Wentz. You know, he's he's played well. He's actually played pretty decent for the Colts. They just haven't been able to win, but they played against a bad team. So you know, they beat they beat them, and they needed to, and they needed this win in that division. You know, especially with Tennessee losing. I mean, Jacksonville is not going to win a game anytime soon. It seems. Um, you know, and and. Uh, well, they have the they have the Texans. Yep. And, you know, so I mean, at one and three now, they're right back in it. Yeah, I don't disagree. And the Dolphins, I mean, they had that beautiful season last year. They really thought they were building something. They were going to bring in 
uh, Tua again and hope that he would, you know, that he would develop, you know, another year with experience in the league, you know, getting him back. And the Dolphins have seemed to go in the other direction. They had a little bit of hope at the end of last year, yeah. and they, you know, went in the other direction. So I'm interested to see. I want to see Brissard Brissett start the rest of the season. Yeah. I, you know, I, he's just a better quarterback than Tua. Than Tua. Yeah. I mean, you know, Tua has not really progressed from his, you know, from his rookie season to now. I mean, he looks yep. like the same guy. And they're ramping up their trade talks with the Texans for Deshaun Watson. I think that that deal is probably going to get done because I think the Dolphins understand that they can't do this on their own. Try as they might, they haven't had a decent quarterback in Miami since Dan Marino retired. And I think they may just have to go out there and trade for yeah. one because yeah. they, their front office doesn't seem to be able to handle that. You're going to take the risk. Roll with Watson if yeah. you can. Might as well. They've got a lot of young players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Taylor with 16 carries for 103 yards and count it one touchdown. But Mo Alley Cox with two huge touchdowns from Carson Wentz in the game. Jacoby Brissett, you know, serviceable. 20 of 30 for 199 and two count. Efficient. Two touchdowns. Very efficient. Uh, Devontae Parker, of course, with a touchdown. Mike Gasecki with a touchdown. Uh, you know, what do you think about Miami? I mean, do you think that this mm. is the same old Miami team or do they have enough young talent that if they were able to bring in Deshaun Watson, they oh, might they had, be able to have if they had a better success. quarterback, then yeah, of course. I mean, if, especially if somebody of, of Deshaun Watson's caliber, then definitely you're going to win a few extra games. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, they, they, they're really kicking themselves in the ass right now. I mean, they could have had Herbert as their starting quarterback right now. Yep. And they got Tua before Herbert. I mean, like, who is making these decisions? And whoever did should be fired on the spot. Uh, to me, it's it's a pretty, I mean, it was, uh, well, I, uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast, the pre-draft podcast. We all said that Herbert was the best pick in this in, in, in the draft two years ago. There was no and doubt Tua in my mind about it. I mean, Tua was injured at but the time. Tua, Tua played for Alabama. Yeah, well, I mean, how many, great, Al- how many great Alabama quarterbacks did are not there? play for Alabama? Yeah, but, and that is the only—I guarantee that is the only thing that yeah. was going through their mind. But how many great quarterbacks have come out of Alabama? Uh, it's a good question. <laughs> I mean, there have to have been, well, Mac Jones, Kyler Murray. No, not Kyler no, Murray. Not. Uh, uh, Justin, or uh, Jalen Hur- or Hurts. Yeah, but he left. Potentially. Yeah, he, but left. He, yeah, but he, he left, left, but he was there. Yeah, he was he there. He left because he couldn't start because he was yeah. also two other starters yeah. on the roster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, he, he was, you know, but he's still looks like a better quarterback than, than Tua. You know, I mean, it, it's, I mean, they don't have like a, a Peyton Manning type quarterback that came out of there like these, one of these Hall of Famers. Yeah, he went to Tennessee. Yeah, one of these Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I mean, Alabama, you know, they obviously they have a great team. They have a great offensive line. They have, I mean, they have a great everything, but their quarterbacks are never yeah. the best. I would argue that there's more quarterbacks that come out of Oregon where Justin Herbert played than out of Alabama. But I think that was probably the, they were getting Nick Saban was talking to them and talking him up and they saw Alabama versus Oregon and they just went out there and took an injured Tua over the obvious prototypical quarterback in Justin Herbert that can do everything and anything for your team, Mm -hmm. proving it with win after win. Uh, Next up, oh, Franny, a barn burner between two teams. (laughs) The Browns managed 14 points against Minnesota. Minnesota scores seven points. Minnesota goes to one and three. Browns uh, go to three and one. Baker Mayfield with a terrible game. 15-33 15 of 33 for 155, no touchdowns, no interceptions in the game. Kirk motherfucking Cousins, 20 of 38 for 203, one count it, one touchdown, one terrible interception in this game. But Baker Mayfield Pretty was boring. missing guys all over the field, throwing long on short, short down and distance. 
apologize for for the way that he played after the game. They manage a win, but what say you about this barn burner over under of twenty one? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the Vikings should have a better record than what they have right now. No, they I mean, should have and, a worse and, record than they no, have right I mean, now. They, they could they be. Should, they should be zero and four. They could. They could be three and one actually. Um, right I can't now, believe, what, the record. The what is it? What did they say? What is it? Uh, we are what our record says we are. Not not all the time. Not always. Well, when you have Kirk Cousins as your quarterback, your record is going to be one and three. I, hey, come on! Last week he played really well. All right, in that one win, that is, is true. It, but he played. Really they well. did. It wasn't an overtime win, didn't they? Push it to overtime. Yeah, but I mean, this was just a sloppy game, you know, all over the place. Uh, you know, but it was defensive battle. It was kind of boring to watch. I really didn't pay too much attention to this game. Uh, like you said, just because, you know, Baker Mayfield was, you know, th- he was just not very good with the football in this one. And, uh, it was just a boring game. But hey, Ben, I mean, the Browns are three and one in your division. I mean, how do you feel about that? I don't like yeah. it. I don't like the fact that the Browns, the Bengals and the Ravens are all playing well at the same time, all at three and one, all two games ahead of the Steelers or three games ahead of the Steelers. It's, it's, it's ugly. I mean, it's ugly in that division for the Steelers. Uh, but the Browns, they have everything. They've got a quarterback when he plays well. I mean, obviously, he didn't have a great game here, but they got a win when their quarterback didn't play well. They've got the dub- double-headed monster of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They've got Garrett and company on defense. They've got a decent secondary. This team is going to be hard to beat mm-hmm. if Baker Mayfield Especially when you plays can, well. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. I mean, if you can play that bad and still win against you know a pretty decent their opponent, I think the Vikings are a pretty decent team. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, sometimes you have to win these grinders. I mean, sometimes you're not going to play the best, but if you win, you're not going to look back and be like, oh, we played bad in that one game. No one's going to remember this game. It's a win on your record. So, But are you ready to admit that Kirk Cousins is not very good? Kirk Cousins is decent. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a decent quarterback. He's a decent quarterback. He played better than Baker they Mayfield. They were supposed to compete for the division. They might, they might, <clears throat> they might finish behind the Bears. We'll see. They I don't, might I don't, finish I don't know about that. I don't, I, don't, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think they're, they they're might gonna, finish behind the Lions. They're gonna. They're gonna come. No, they're not. They might. They're not gonna finish behind the Lions. I don't care Lions. that they have one more win than the Lions. They're not gonna finish behind the Lions. They're they're a better team than the Lions. I think they're a better team than the Bears. I mean, we'll see how things shape out. I mean, you know, the Packers are the best team in that division, obviously, because you know Aaron Rodgers. Well, we don't know. This but, last week, they didn't have a very good opponent. Yeah. Well. Vikings are, uh, I think they'll finish second. Yeah, but Dalvin Cook banged up in this game. Only nine carries for 34 yards. Alexander Madison, 10 carries for 20 yards. The only TD, a Justin Jefferson pass from Kirk Cousins. Time to move on and get in that Deshaun Watson sweepstakes if you're the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, next up, another barn burner, Friday. Look at these two teams. Washington football team, 34. Atlanta Falcons, 30. Yeah, uh, Washington goes to two and two. Falcons go to one and three. They tried to give this game away, or they did give this game away at the end. Atlanta probably should have won this game, but Tyler Heineke looks like he's for real. Twenty three of thirty three for two ninety and three huge touchdowns in the game. Matt Ryan twenty five of forty two for two eighty three and four. Count them yeah. four touchdowns. Matt numbers. Ryan can't get a break. No, I mean the team is bad. I mean, it's just. I mean, now I see why the Eagles. The one guy beat that them. should be demanding a trade is not yeah. demanding a trade. But I see why the Eagles beat them now so easily in that first game of the season is because they're just a bad team. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons have been bad ever since they lost the Super Bowl. I mean, they, they just can't turn things around. It just left a bad taste in their mouth, and they just can't get rid of it. Yeah, but this. I mean, why of all the? I mean, I know that he feels a loyalty to the city, to the team, to Arthur Blank. 
But of all, I mean, Russell Wilson demanding a trade is silly. Aaron Rodgers potentially putting himself in a trade position is silly. Why isn't Matt Ryan, especially last year, why in the offseason did this guy, of all the guys mm. out there that deserves to play for a better team, yeah. why didn't Matt Ryan demand a trade? I don't know. Maybe he's not a loudmouth. You know, maybe he's, he's definitely a, not a loudmouth, but but I mean, he deserves better than this. Of course, no. He, I mean, for somebody of his talent, you know, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. I mean, top ten for sure, maybe even top eight. You know, um, and and you know, for the last three seasons to not just build around him, instead they're taking players away from him. Basically, I mean, they're like in rebuild mode with a quarterback. That's they what, were 36, in rebuild mode. 36, they were like, we want we want to go, but what, what's before rebuild? What is he, is he That's where we want. Yeah, go. 36, 37 years old. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, so he's not young. I mean, you definitely want to keep those play, like Julio Jones. I mean, you know, I know Julio Jones wanted to trade. He, 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 they got rid of him. I mean, it's it's like he was you know the number one weapon there for. Matt Ryan, I mean, he's still lighting it up even without him. Exactly. But, I mean, with him, oh, last year they weren't that great either. But, uh, you know, it, it, it's just a shame to see him, you know, waste away in Atlanta. I mean, you know, a few years back, I mean, they, you know, they made a few runs in the playoffs. But, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad to see him sort of waste away over there. Yeah, I'd love to career. see him in Denver right now. I mean, I don't want to see him in the AFC necessarily. But, I mean, he could he could be doing something if he were playing for a team like Denver, maybe even Miami. Hmm. He could be making some noise. In you know in a division right now, but he's stuck in Atlanta, and I have a feeling he's going to retire as a Falcon. Franny. Next up, did this game happen? Uh, yeah. Texans zero, Bills forty. Bills go to three and one. Texans fall to one and three without Tyrod Taylor again. Poor Davis Mills, eleven for twenty-one and eighty-seven yards, zero touchdowns, and four interceptions. That is not the line of a gentleman who should be starting in the NFL next week. But Josh Allen, Friday, 20 of 30 for 248, two touchdowns, one interception. But Zach Moss with a touchdown on the ground. Mitchell Trubisky with a touchdown on the ground. And Dawson Knox with two touchdowns through the air. Is this Bills team the best team, not only in the AFC, but potentially in the NFL right now? Uh, I don't know. I didn't I believe know. it, I, I but it about certainly that. I mean, looks like it. it. They haven't had the greatest opponents i mean the one team that was a little more difficult on their schedule was the steelers and, and so they lost you know losing somehow to, i don't know, know losing, how the hell they lost I, I don't know but that's 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 a, maybe somebody that's a was huge, betting on that game that's a huge red flag right there i mean we see what the steelers have done since that hey, game hey hey now <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the Steelers aren't are particularly. Have you seen what they've done? Because I haven't seen. Uh, it. They're not a great team. I, they're not, I haven't you know, seen a lot of them doing much out there. On yeah, the so I'm, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait until the Bills play. A, you know, a, a tougher opponent. I think they have one coming this week. I forget who they play. They're the playing. They're playing the Chiefs. So we'll see how they play against the Chiefs. But then again, the Chiefs defense isn't the greatest. Um, but you know, I, I, I'm I'm going to reserve judgment for the time being on. The Bills and how great they are compared to you know everybody else in the league. I just want to hold off. Yeah, with the injuries out there right now, I mean, especially with the Chiefs' defense injuries on the Buccaneers' offense, especially, and they lost some players against in that game on defense against the Patriots. But but considering the injury situation, I would put the Bills number one in the league right now, based on the Chiefs' defense, Buccaneers' injury situation, and the Rams. Not playing particularly well, even though they got a win. Not playing particularly well. They'll get better. Next up, Franny, your New York Giants twenty-seven, Saints twenty-one. Giants get their first win, go to one and three. Mm-hmm. Saints fall to two and two. Daniel Mother 
Fucking Jones, 28 of 40, 402 yards, two huge touchdowns. Count them. One interception. Saquon Barkley got his groove back, 13 carries for 52 yards and a touchdown in this game. Daniel Jones with 27 rushing yards on four carries. And what was the ghost of Jameis Winston? 17 of 23 for 226 and count it. One touchdown, and of course, Taysom Hill comes in to throw a pick in the game. Taysom Hill with two huge touchdowns on the ground, but Frane, the G-men, get their win. Yeah, I was surprised. I was. I, I, the Saints I, are bad. They, they're the bad, but so are the Giants. The Saints I mean, need the a Giants, Yeah, I mean, I, actually, you know, Daniel Jones, he played well I in mean, this fucking, one. What, what does just it take over, for you to admit that Daniel Jones over, is a good quarterback on a bad team? Just just over 400 yards. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Oh, just over. Just over 400 just a, yards. Just a smidge. Yeah, because that's normal for quarterbacks to 400, 400 yards, right? Yards. That happens every week? Uh, it doesn't happen to him every week, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs. And he, I mean, he can do it all. He runs, he trips, he falls, you know. It was last year, but it was a ninety-yard run or something like that. But what yeah. do you say about the Giants? Are the did the Giants have hope? Is it is it a New York resurgence I, for the Giants? I, yeah, and the I know. Jets? I know. Seriously, a win for each team on in the same weekend. Um, now I'm not sure what to think just yet of the of the Giants. Uh, I still think they're a bad football team. So you have a good quarterback in Daniel Jones, uh, a have, bad yeah, quarterback yeah, in Kirk Cousins, yeah, but yeah, well. you have them flip flop, reversed, crisscrossed. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 not too high on the Giants. I'm not too high on Daniel Jones either. What not yet. Think? Not yet. I mean, you know, he doesn't have the best receiving core out there. He doesn't have any receiving core. <laughs> he doesn't have his best receiver was out in this game. And he still got the one. The yeah, win. I know. Even, even Saquon didn't have a great game in this one. Yeah, but he's getting there. He's getting yeah, it back. He's getting it back. Nice getting run back at the, the goal line. Or nice catch and run at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay with 116 yards in this game. Uh, John Ross with a touchdown. Saquon Barkley with a touchdown through the air. That was a beautiful, beautiful catch and run. But, Franny, what say you about the Saints? What I mean, this is the if if I'm Russell Wilson, this is my destination. If I'm if I'm Aaron Rodgers, this is my destination. They need a quarterback. They've got uh, yeah. talent. Yeah, was, They've got I'm a actually solid surprised. Defense. I'm actually surprised that Jameis Winston is playing as bad as he is right now. I expected a little bit more from him. Based I mean, on even, that even really was, good run he had in uh, no, Tampa. I'm just, I'm just saying, like in Tampa Bay, I mean, he did throw for a lot of yards. He did throw a lot of interceptions also. Um, but it, he really hasn't done that much. Even even that, yeah, that, you know, one that game, game. Had, yeah, but even then he only had like 146 yards in that game, you know, passing. I mean, he's he's he can throw the ball around better than he's been doing, you know, this season with the Saints. So I'm I'm, I'm actually pretty surprised that you know his his uh, his yardage totals have been so low. Yeah, and they will get Michael Thomas back at some point in the near future. Mm-hmm. Lafrani, I mean, what about the Saints? I mean, do they potentially make a move at quarterback? Do they do they throw do a hill in there? That's what I was do, say. They, do, do they actually try to make a deal for a quarterback? Even uh, maybe someone else's backup quarterback? Maybe maybe Flacco. No, not Flacco. Uh, Foles. Because it's bad. I mean, the Saints are a much better team than their record shows right Mm now. Oh, really? Now? Oh, when you say it, it's okay. When it comes out of your mouth, it's uh, it makes. But when it comes out of my mouth, it's 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 wrong. (laughs) Wait, what? Who did I criticize? (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't know which team did I say. Oh, the Vikings. I said. Oh, the Vikings have a proven track record of being bad. It just sounds better coming out of your mouth, I guess. Well, where's your yeah. evidence that the Vikings have a good team? Huh? I, I, All just, those playoff wins, just they Super won. Bowl appearances. Yeah, I mean, they, well, they do definitely do have Super Bowl appearances. You know, the, the organization, the, or, the organization has them. They do. Have, that is true. That is true. That they, they do have. They were in the. They've, Super Bowl. they've been there many times. Actually, <laughs> it's true. All right, that was fun. Yeah, please more of that. Pointing out my contradictions. 
I I I am not above laughing at myself, and you are correct. Uh, the the Vikings probably are yeah. would be a better team with a decent quarterback. But this has got to be hurting Sean Payton. I mean, they're two and two. They're two and two. You know, they're they're not out of the fight. I mean, you know, still at two and two. That's not a terrible record, especially with your quarterback situation. Yeah, I just I'd be shocked if they don't try to make a move at some point, either to Hill or potentially a trade for one of the one of the uh, one of the Bears nine quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, next up front, a your game of the week: Chiefs forty two. Eagles 30 Chiefs fall or go to two and two. Yeah. Eagles fall to one and three. But Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns on 278 yards and one pick in the game. Daryl Williams with one touchdown on the ground and Tyreek Hill, of course, with three TDs in Jonathan Gannon single coverage of Tyreek Hill. You got Jalen Hurts with 32 for 48, 387 and two touchdowns. No picks. Ronnie, what say you? I think you guys played great. No, they had close. penalties. Bad. A couple it, mistakes, very sloppy, but thirty on that points side of the ball, and keeping this, making this a game. What say you? No, they did. I mean, they, I, you know, I expected the Eagles to lose this one. Um, they did. They, I, I expected it. I, I, <laughs> I definitely expected them to lose this one, only because, uh, you know, the Kansas City offense is it's just too much for the Eagles defense. You know, I mean, uh, Mahomes did throw a pick in this one. I mean, I, you know, he's had way more picks than I expected to start the season. Um, but there's a guy in Kansas City with a number ten on his jersey. That you might want to cover do down think, the field. Do you think? I mean, because he burned the Eagles over and over and over again. And they played the same defense that they played the week before that got shredded. Yeah. I don't understand Jonathan Gannon. I don't understand what his philosophy is. He doesn't have the players to run these types of zones. Mm-hmm. Why is he doing it, Ronnie? He's stupid. That's. Why. I mean, Tyreek Hill should never be alone on a football yeah. field. Your best corner. Your best corner. Should be on Tyreek Hill with mm-hmm. double coverage. Mm-hmm. Your second best co- coverage guy should be on Travis Kelsey and fuck everybody else. Let no, everybody exactly. else hang out there in single coverage. But it, it drives me insane to watch this defensive scheme and no one, he should not be wide open. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, that's, that's what I was saying the entire game. Like another I just don't touch, understand another touch, another touchdown. I mean, three touchdowns, 187 yards. I mean, the guy just completely torched the Eagles. Uh, you know, secondary, uh, which is nothing new. What's the explanation um, for this? I mean, I know the players aren't there. Yeah, but if the players aren't there, you've got to. But I mean, at least it's, run it's a like man. I would be running a man. It's not like yeah, it's like they're blitzing. Coverage. It's not like they're blitzing. I mean, they're rushing four guys. You know, I mean, they should have guys. You know, you know, defensive backs somewhere, somebody out there. You know, defending these guys. I mean, there should be somebody in coverage. But it's like it seems like, you know, they just couldn't cover anybody. And this has been a problem, you know, for years now uh, with the Eagles. Yeah, but at least but under Schwartz in this one, it wasn't this bad. Uh, well, it wasn't that great. Either. It wasn't great, but at least there were blitzes from time to time. You kept the offense off balance. You had double coverage on the best receiver yeah. of the opponent. And I want to see less penalties too. Uh, you know, yeah, you guys a, a got lot, killed of, in the first half. Of this a game lot of false penalties. starts. They I mean, touchdowns just, off the board. Yeah, they, that touchdown off the board. Also, um, you know, I, I just you know, they just seem unprepared and undisciplined out there. I mean, you know, Sirianni. You know, stupid game plan. I mean, just the play calling that he. I mean, that he has sometimes. You know, you, you kind of question it um you know he's uh i mean it's almost like watching a jv team against like an nfl team you know it's just you know i i think this was the wrong hire for the eagles and and sirianni obviously gannon (laughs) you know not doing that well either but it was great to see jalen hurts i mean jalen hurts had a really good game really this one you know 387 yards he might Um, be 
a long you know, term. You know, this, I mean, against a bad defense. I mean, Kansas City doesn't have the greatest defense. It's not the greatest, but it's still Kansas yeah, City. But also, missing it's three offensive well linemen. You know, missing three defense. offensive linemen to see a young quarterback step in and uh, play without, you know, any sort of fear. Um, you know, he didn't take, uh, in this game, I can't remember him taking a stupid sack in this one. I mean, sometimes he does have to climb the pocket instead of running out or running backwards. That's something that he needs to learn. He was only um, sacked three times. You know, but you Not know, bad. for for uh, for somebody that you know is is basically making their what sixth start in the NFL. I mean, we forget how young he is uh, just because he is so mature and the way he carries himself. It seems like he's been in the league for a lot longer than what he has been. Um, so I mean, it was great to see that. But I mean, definitely we need to run the ball more often. I mean, Miles Sanders, I mean, his career is being wasted with the Eagles. I mean, he's an excellent running back. His yards per carry is tops in the league. Seven carries for 13 yards. Well, not in this game. But why only seven carries? Why three carries yeah. for game well, but why yeah. only seven carries? I, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, that was the same thing. You know, ripped the Eagles last week about that. I mean, three carries, three, the, three run plays, you know, last week. Uh, you know, if you're going to be playing the Kansas City Chiefs or if you're going to be playing the Cowboys, I mean, the Cowboys have a lot of talent on offense. The Kansas City Chiefs have a lot of talent. Uh, you know, you want to keep them off the field. You want to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Try to run the ball. Rest your defense. So when Patrick Mahomes does get back on the field, you have guys that are ready to rush the quarterback. But, you know, time of possession has been terrible for the Eagles. That's something else that they also need to improve on. Yeah, I mean, it was it was only 21 to 13 at the half. Yeah, no. It which was, is not, uh, I mean, I, th- th- I don't know that that, excuses not running the ball and because they did the same thing against the Cowboys. He said, we, we need to put up points. It's going to be a shootout. So they decided at the outset, we're not going to run the ball. Yeah. And it looks like they made the same decision in this game, in the game, even in the first quarter, you guys were up 10 to seven in the first quarter. Why aren't you, you know, building on that lead, grinding down that Kansas city defense, keeping Patrick Holmes off the field by running Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. you know, spelling him with game well, but but seven carries for the entire game? Yeah, I know. I mean, especially in the first half, he should have had 14 carries in the first half. Mm-hmm. With yeah. the way the score, with the scoring was going, I know there were some some disappointments when you're in the red zone. Penalties. Uh, many. <laughs> some disappointments Another down there. issue, red zone issues with the Eagles. It's been very disappointing this year. I mean, once they get to the 20-yard line, it's they don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, like, the, the, uh, the, the play running, calls are, I mean, it, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's easy for us to say, but I mean, from, from my vantage point, and I watched a lot of this game, it's, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to simplify it on defense, run more man coverage, double up the best receiver, and you've got to be able to move the ball with your running game. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse to run the ball. Especially when you have so many running backs, you should be able to run the ball because there's going to be somebody with been, fresh legs, but Miles Sanders is a good fucking running back and they're just not using him. And you've already proven this season that he's capable of moving the ball, mm-hmm. not just not just yards per carry, but success run percentage. He has a high yeah. percentage also, of successful runs. Know, broken, no... broken tackles. He also leads uh, the league or he's up there. And, and you know, you know who does broken... lead the league in broken tackles? Who's that? Najee Harris. Uh... And he doesn't even get to run the ball. <laughs> well, Much like Miles Sanders. Yeah. So what what would Miles Sanders and Najee Harris be doing if they were able to run the ball more often? Mm-hmm. They already lead the league one and two or one and three in broken tackles. Mm-hmm. I, I just was very disappointed. Franny, you have a shot in front of you. Yep. Is it because we're going to talk about the best team in the NFC? They're not the best. Team Is it in the because NFC? we're going to talk the about the Cowboys? <laughs> Fuck the Cowboys. Fuck that star. Oh, that hurts. That hurts, Franny. Why are you saying "fuck the Cowboys"? 
Uh, because fuck the Cowboys, Ben. Um, <laughs> Cowboys thirty six, Panthers twenty eight. Yeah, and it wasn't even that close. Cowboys actually, I mean, the, the Cowboys really blew this game open. I mean, it was close early on, but then they just blew they blew the Panthers away. I expected the Panthers to put up a fight in this one, uh, but it, it wasn't even close actually. Yeah, Micah Parsons and company on defense. Dak Prescott on offense, shutting down Sam Darnold twenty six of thirty nine for three hundred one yards. Two count them. Two touchdowns, but two costly interceptions in the game. Sam Darnold obviously leads the league in touchdowns. Two more touchdowns on the ground well, this week. He's quick. Five touchdowns for Sam Darnold. I didn't Darnold realize that when he was with the so Jets. Uh, this is nuts. Five touchdowns yeah. in four weeks yep. for a quarterback? That's pretty impressive. That's Cam Newton type of numbers there back when he was good. Uh, DJ Moore with two touchdowns on or through the air, but the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, doing it, doing it, doing it right. 14 to 22 for 188. Hyper efficient. Four huge touchdowns in the game. Zeke Elliott with 143 yards yeah, and a touchdown. That Panthers defense, uh, you know, coming into this game, I think they were the top and top defense in the league, but yep. it didn't show in this one. Yeah, I mean, they're not the best. Defense look at Ezekiel Elliott, 20 he, rushes. I, and I said he was washed up. 143 yards. I mean, even Pollard with 10 yep. carries for 67 yards. Do you see what happens when you see what happens with your quarterback when you yeah. actually run the ball on the yep. ground and you yep. actually eat up clock. Mm-hmm. You see how efficient your quarterback can be when he doesn't have to be the entirety of the mm-hmm. of the offense. Mm-hmm. But Amari Cooper with a touchdown. Dalton Schultz with a touchdown. Cedric Wilson with a touchdown. Blake Jarwin with a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. If you're playing with Zeke with Zeke Elliott and Dak Prescott, everybody gets a touchdown. Funny, the Cowboys are the best team in the NFC right no, now. No, they're not. Hey, cheers to you, Ben. Let's, Let's do take this the, shot. our punishment shot. And uh and that's why we are taking the shot. It's it's uh if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, I take a shot, Ben. If you take or if, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North or if Sonya, who is not on the podcast, may join us eventually one day, ten years from now. <laughs> not with Russell Wilson out. <laughs> no, actually I would love to have her on the podcast to hear what she has to say about that. You want to hear but sobbing? If, if, if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, and she takes a shot, Ben, we signed this contract in blood many years ago. And that's where we're taking the shot. Let's it's do it. Our and what are we drinking? And it is the Catch Fire Peach and Cinnamon Flavored Sounds whiskey. like we're sponsored. We're not sponsored by yeah, any, no, of we're not, these, but any of these. But we should be. Um, but, I mean, this one, it's, it's not the greatest you know, whiskey out there, obviously. I mean, that's why it's kind of a punishment shot. But anything is better than that J.P. Weiser's oh, vanilla awful, shit awful, that awful. we had for... It seemed like you kept on pouring more and more in that bottle. Because uh, that thing was on the table for like three months gone. almost. I wanted and we kept gone. on drinking out of it. I mean, it's like we it didn't take so shots. Bad. But cheers to you, Ben. Let's do it. Fuck the cowboys. Yeah, but product uh, sponsors out there, you, you, you hear how well we do the sponsor reads. Oh, yeah. and we're just making them up. Off the top of our head. Mm-hmm. How good would it be if you actually gave us a script to read? Or free alcohol. Oh, yes. You can send <laughs> us some free. Yes. Uh, if, you're on the, if you're on the Scottish Isle of Islay, please <laughs> send us whatever you have. Uh, but look at this Chubba Hubbard with only 57 <laughs> yards on the ground, Sam Darnold. Uh, just seeing if they got anything going on the ground. Just uh, 57 yards for Hubbard. Yeah. But the, the Panthers but, are hot and cold. They finally came down to earth 3-1. and one. I don't mm-hmm. think they're a... They're not a fourteen and three team, but they're a playoff team. I, I still think they're a playoff team. I'm, I'm actually uh, impressed in the way that they started the season. I'm very impressed with Sam Darnold. I mean, he didn't have you know actually his game wasn't that bad. Just looking at his numbers, I mean, he had two interceptions, you know, two touchdowns, hurt. you know, two rushing. Like a Parsons, but way better. 
than he was with the Jets, though. I mean, you know, you're finally with an organization where you can find a little bit of success. I mean, you know, we'll see if if, if Zach Wilson flounders uh, with with the Jets for you know years to come, and hopefully they turn things around with him. But oh, they sort of did this past weekend. But you know, I'm I'm happy to see that Sam Darnold is finally with a new team and is finally playing at the you know his potential that we thought he would yeah, coming into the league for sure. Trayvon Diggs with two big picks in this game for the Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys no, no, are for. Trayvon Diggs is, you know, that's that is very impressive what he's done to open the season. Was it five interceptions yep. in four weeks? I that that's Michael like a Carson's playing well, the rest of the defense playing well, yeah, secondary's oh, playing fuck. well. Fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Already took a shot. You're in your uh grace period. Yeah, grace exactly. Period. Yeah, yeah. Uh next up, Franny. Before the bad or the good before the bad, Seahawks twenty eight, San Francisco forty nine ers twenty one, Seattle Seahawks at that time went to two and two. San Francisco went to two and two. Russell Wilson, 16 to 23 for 149 and two. Count him. Two touchdowns. Poor Chris Carson, not in the game. Alex Collins, uh, spelling Chris Carson, 10 carries for 44 yards and one touchdown. DK Metcalf with a touchdown. Freddie Swain with a touchdown. But on the other side of the ball, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down with a calf injury for a 14 to 23 for 165. One touchdown, one pick. Trey Lance comes in nine of 18 for 157 yards. Two touchdowns. Trey Sermon. With 89 yards on the ground, Debo Samuel with two touchdowns on the, uh, through the air, and Russ Dwelly with a touchdown through the air. But Franny, Trey Lance comes in, Seattle Seahawks get the win. They still played like shit in the second half of this game. Mm-hmm. The Seattle Seahawks did, at least in the fourth quarter. What say you? Uh, I mean, this, you know, it's 28-21, but it, it should have been a higher scoreline than that, actually, for Seattle. I mean, they, they just allow teams to hang around. You know, they they allowed San Francisco to make a little bit of a late run right there. And I expected Seattle to really run away with this one after Jimmy Garoppolo went out. I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is the greatest quarterback out there. Well, you have, have said that in the past. When, <laughs> when you have, He's right up there with Ryan you know, Daniel when you have your and starter, Kirk When you have your starter go out of the game, you expect the other team, you know, to, to really clamp down. But, you know, Trey Lance came in and he played fairly decent, actually. Uh, do you think that Trey Lance is going to be the starter yes. moving forward? Yes, you he already got when, the, when, gonna... when Jimmy G is 100% healthy do you think he's still going to start yes okay yeah i mean i think that's what shanahan wants you know he played pretty well in this game has an opportunity to to start from from wire to wire in the next game mm-hmm. the way that that's offense is shut is set up it's very difficult for the quarterback to make you know huge numbers of mistakes that was odd right there our pizza box just started moving on its own Maybe a rat. uh might be <laughs> something jumping on our pizza box right there i'm not sure what happened uh but this is what you get on a on a quasi live show you get freestanding moving pizza boxes uh which, over there that was just really interesting <laughs> uh but yeah i think i think lance is going to start i think garoppolo is going to get moved at the end of the season and you know i think this is what shanahan wants i mean lance is more mobile he can run you know, a much more versatile offense, especially running the run pass option from, you know, and I just, I, I think he will. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> huh. uh, you'd, you'd, you'd run like a combination uh, I, I, of Alex know, Smith. I, no, Jimmy G is still a Jimmy young... G and, and Kirk Cousins. No, no, I'm Ryan saying Jimmy, Jimmy G is, he's still, he's, he's a, he's a he's fairly, garbage. fairly young quarterback. I mean, he's not, I mean, yeah, it feels like, two and two. He's, he's it feels stellar. like, if he was like 35 years old, 36 years old, something like that, then I would say, you know, put the young guy in, but it's not like Jimmy G is, you know, ready for retirement. You know, actually, you know, Jimmy G moving, oh, moving to the yeah, Saints. What if, what if the Niners traded Jimmy G to the Saints? Do you think the Saints would be in pretty good condition with? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because he just it, it, with the Saints, I mean, Drew Brees was 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 garbage the last couple seasons. Mm-hmm. You just need someone who can run Sean Payton's offense competently. Get the ball out to Michael Thomas when you need to. Get the ball to Taysom Hill at the goal line. Let Kamara do his thing. Decent offensive line, decent defense. You just need a quarterback who understands football, understands the playbook, and can execute the playbook. And I think it would be great for him to be in in with the Saints. He's Let's just make not, that trade. Let's make it happen. He's just not Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger. He's not one of those guys. <laughs> you, always have to throw, <laughs> you always have to throw Ben Roethlisberger in there. Well, he deserves to be in that group. Yeah, he's, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah, he's definitely like a he's a yeah like Joe Namath with the Rams <laughs> type of Hall of Famer. But Franny, would you like to take a quick break before yeah, let's take we a quick break uh, before we finish up? Let's investigate this pizza box, uh, the great pizza box incident of yeah, know, 2021, right? and figure out what's happening there. We'll be right back, folks, with the rest of the Week Four games. <laughs> All right, and we are back. We investigated. <laughs> you know, we took fingerprints, Ben. Looks like uh, you might have ghosts, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think, I think it's so. I think it's that poltergeist uh, yeah. that that one time that we spotted in the living room. Yep, I mean yeah, it I was so. uh, it was interesting. Yeah. Turn the couch upside yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> piled all the furniture on top of it, and it, yeah, it was made for an interesting evening. Uh, but Friday, it was fun. Are you ready to move on? Yes, let's move on with the remainder of the week four breakdown, Ben. Oh, Cardinals 37 Rams. The Cardinals, Ben, talking about the best team in the NFC right now. Yeah, you know that that post that you had on on um on Twitter? Which one? The the one with the best young quarterbacks. Oh, and I left I left Kyler left Murray, Kyler Murray off. off. I had to delete it because I'm like, yeah, probably someone yeah. else is going to catch that. <laughs> yeah, Kyler Murray. <laughs> I mean, the way he's been playing this season, yeah, I mean, it's sure. so exciting to watch. On the ground. I mean, even through the air. I, I mean, mean he, the guy like can toss the ball around. At, you know, it, it, whether his feet are planted or not planted, it doesn't matter. I mean, the dude is just out there having a good time. And he can move oh, like the man, wind. Just, just the way he moves. It's like it, it doesn't seem physically possible to change yeah. direction the way he does. Yeah. It's almost like a video game. I mean, he's I know. it's almost gliding yeah. more than he is running. It's true. It's true. I mean, he's got like this smooth. I mean, I guess way. when you have a low, low, low center of ga- gravity, it makes it so much easier to do. But, but still, he can, though, he can outrun just about anybody on that football field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirty-seven Cardinals, thirty-seven Rams, twenty Cardinals go to four and oh Rams fall to three and one. But Kyler Murray again, twenty-four of thirty-two for two sixty-eight and two count them two touchdowns. James Kana. 18 of 50 for two touchdowns on the ground. Could have been a stealer. A.J. Green off the scrap heap with a mm-hmm, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Max Williams with a touchdown. But poor Matthew Stafford coming down to his Detroit. Coming from his lofty height of Rams back to his Detroit low. Oh, he's 26 of 41 for 280 and two. Count him. Two touchdowns, one interception in the game. No help on the ground. Daryl Henderson, 14 carries for 89 yards. Pretty good day for Henderson, actually. Uh, Matthew Stafford with 21 yards. Sony Michelle, nice guy to mix it up with, especially against the Seahawks in the game we'll talk about shortly. Uh, but Van Jefferson with a touchdown. Robert Woods with a touchdown. Cooper Cup held under wraps. Five catches for 64 yards. Very pedestrian day for him. But Franny. Man. Are the Rams the class of the NFC West? Not right now. Not right now. I mean, the Cardinals made it look easy. I mean, you know, 37 to 20 yeah. against a, a team that we were talking about spread. last week was the best team in the league. And, I mean, they just completely blew the Rams away. And at yeah. home, too. They weren't playing in Arizona. They were playing in, here at in LA. SoFi. 
And, and and it's not like they were playing in front of Arizona fans. I mean, as little fans as there are of the Rams, there's even less yeah. Arizona fans yeah. out here. Exactly. I mean, if it's the Almost if it's no Arizona if it's fans. the Raiders, that's a whole different story. But uh, Cardinals fans, there's not a ton of them out here. Uh, so I mean, the stadium, yeah, Raiders game the broke stadium, out at uh, SoFi. Yeah, yeah, pretty much with yeah. the Chargers. Pretty much, it was a home game for for uh, for the Raiders. But uh, you know, for the Rams to have a uh, you know a stadium full of their own, own fans, fans, there are Rams fans, there. and then to get blown out of the water, oh my good, yeah, I mean, blown. I, didn't I mean, Stafford this. did not look good in this game. No, I did not. I mean, the the Cardinals defense is for real. Yeah, I mean, I am shocked. I am shocked about. How, I mean, I know that the Cardinals had a hot start last year, and I keep promising Sonia that they will waiting. fizzle out at I'm the end of the year this year. And they may still do that, yeah, uh, but possible. with AJ Green, with with DeAndre Hopkins, with Kyler Murray, with you know the running game that they've got there with Chase Edmonds, James Conner, uh, 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 they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are a dangerous team, and the Rams are going to especially with Kyler Murray. I mean, once he gets out of the pocket, I mean, he can make a lot of things happen. I mean, people will talk about Lamar Jackson. I don't think Kyler Murray gets enough respect for what he does on the ground and his elusiveness. Oh yeah, and he uses the edges a lot more. I mean, uh, Lamar Jackson more you know runs down the, the center of the field yeah. quite often. But the way but that he Kyler can get Murray around can, the edge, I mean, he's fast enough to just you know beat defenders around the corner. Yeah, I mean, I just when I watch him run, it's almost like you know a glide or like skipping a really smooth stone off the surface <laughs> yeah. of the water. The way I mean, just the way that you watch him move across the field, mm-hmm. it doesn't look. It looks almost like a fluid movement, yeah. not, like like not even running, just like one fluid movement. The way that he moves across the field, especially on the edges and gets down the field, mm-hmm. and it's it's. Quite an interesting thing to watch, especially from someone at his height. Mm-hmm. But the Cardinals, Ronnie. Yeah, the Cardinals look really good. <sighs> Next game. Huh. Pittsburgh Steelers 57, <laughs> Green Bay Packers 27. No. And Steelers a- 17, Packers 27. And it wasn't that close. No, it wasn't no. even this close. Steelers fall to 1 and 3. Packers move to 3 and 1. They could not... Each of these teams could not be more far removed from their week one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, 26 of 40 for 232 and one count it, one touchdown, subtract one interception. Najee Harris with his first NFL touchdown in the game. Deontay Johnson with a one touchdown. Finally, they get seven points in the first quarter. Uh, but that was just about the end of the scoring for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Aaron Rodgers, again, hyper efficient, 20 of, well, actually not that efficient, 20 of 36 for 248 and count it, count them. Two touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers with one touchdown on the ground. Hate to see that happen. Randall Cobb. Yeah, he had two touchdowns. He's still a pretty pedestrian, mediocre receiver. You know, couple. Yeah, but when you have Aaron Rodgers, couple the pity ball. touchdowns right there. <laughs> he makes a lot of guys look good. Uh, pick six in the game. Eric, or uh, not a pick six. It was uh, Eric Stokes picked off Roethlisberger in the game. Uh, the Steelers are, you know, not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know they're, they're what just is not it, very good. What is it though, Ben? I mean, what? Why are they not playing to the standard of the potential that we thought? Well, you thought before the season. Well, I'm not ready to say that it's Ben Roethlisberger. I watched uh-huh. a lot of tape this week. I watched a lot of tape breakdown this week. The primary issue, even against Green Bay, is that he doesn't. Ben Roethlisberger does not have enough time in the pocket. And as Todd Haley, who I hated when he was fired, uh, said this week, you know, he defended Ben Roethlisberger and said, it doesn't matter who the quarterback is, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, if they, if they don't feel comfortable in the pocket, if they don't have any idea where the pressure is coming from, they're all going to play badly. And if you really break down the film, most of those, you know, ah, why didn't he hit this guy? Ah, why didn't he hit that guy? 
you know, the, the pocket had already collapsed around him at the point where the receiver came open. Obviously, you didn't, Roethlisberger didn't play great at the end of last year. You know, the, I mean, the box score doesn't show that he's playing particularly well this year. But if you really, I mean, if you really look at the film, there were, you know, Deontay Johnson stopped on a couple of routes. Eric Ebron stopped on a couple of routes. Guys aren't actually running the crisp routes that they're supposed to be running. Yeah, he missed the pass to Juju down the center, down the seam. It clearly should have been a touchdown on that play. He's missed some some throws. There's no doubt that he's missed some throws. But he's on most of these plays, he's being asked to throw the ball in, in 1.8, 1.9 seconds before the, the pocket is completely collapsed. Time. But if you watch the plays where he gets protection and he's able to move, which Ben Roethlisberger likes to do, to move up into that A-gap, to move up in the pocket and, and take a step. And talk about elusiveness. I mean, him <laughs> and Kyler Murray are almost on the same level. They used to be. He used to be. Yeah, no, he was never on <laughs> Kyler Murray's level. But when he move, when he's able to take that step up and move up in the pocket and take a step and really set his, you know, set his feet and throw the ball, he's been successful even this year on those balls. That Deontay Johnson ball down the field, he had protection. You know, both of the, gu- Juju Smith the guards. The ball. I mean, he had plenty yeah, of time to throw it there. Throw. It's one throw. But it was a huge throw. It, it that, point seven, that put seven points on the board right there. So I, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm not willing to throw Ben Roethlisberger out with the bathwater quite yet. Uh, I think that, that the protection was a well, little bit. There's no better option. No, no. But it, it was a little bit better this week. The protection was a little bit better this week. But, and, they, and they're getting. They showed. They're getting, they're getting, uh, uh, I can't remember. Zach Banner's coming back potentially this week and they're going to get, you know, Stefan Tuitt on defense is going to be back in a couple weeks. So we will be getting some help, some reinforcements on that offensive line this week. I think Tyson Alalo is coming back this week. So we do have some reinforcements coming, but if you really break down that tape, Ben Roethlisberger, of all the issues that there are, receivers not running crisp routes, Matt Canada not knowing what the fuck he's doing calling plays, the offensive line not giving any protection to Ben Roethlisberger, of all the defense with injuries, of all of those things, the, the, the one that I'm least concerned about right now is actually Ben Roethlisberger. I'm more concerned about the injuries on defense and the defense not holding up their end of the bargain, and I'm really worried about that offensive line not gelling. And the receivers, I mean, if you really watch some of those films, I mean, they're, they're, the receivers aren't doing him any favors mm-hmm. in terms of stopping on routes, not running the crispest of routes, not running the routes that they're supposed to be running, not coming back to the ball when the play breaks down. So that's a long-winded say, way of saying I don't know that Ben Roethlisberger is the problem. What do you think? No, I mean, I think Ben Roethlisberger can still play. I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that are blaming him, but, you know, he still has a lot of experience. Like you said, he doesn't have a lot of time. And when you can't really move, I mean, when when you're pretty much a statue back there, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, nice big statue, as though. little as he could he's move lead. before. He's made out of lead. He's, no, he's know, not he's, a bronze statue. He's made out of, like, lead. Yeah, I mean, he can move a little bit. I'm actually impressed by how much he has moved this season when he has had to. Well, he has to, otherwise yeah. he's going to end up on his back. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, like you said, I don't, I don't think he's the, the number one issue. And, and even if he was the number one issue, who do you fall back on? I mean, Mason Rudolph is not going to look any better. Dwayne Haskins is not going to look any better. You have to work with the tools that you have. And like you said, I mean, the the receiving core that he does have there. These guys are talent, talented enough that they should be able to create space between themselves and the defender. I mean, Juju, we saw what he could do. I don't know what the fuck happened to Juju Smith-Schuster, first of all. I mean, the guy was catching, He like, must be pissed he over, signed that contract. I mean, over a 1,000 yards for a couple of years, seasons in a row. I mean, a couple, yeah, a couple of seasons in a row, he was over a 1,000 yards. I think it was about 1,500 yards that last season that he had at over a 1,000. Different offensive line, then. I mean, a different offensive line, but still, though, 
you should still, I mean, you should maybe not match those exact same numbers, but pretty close to it. I mean, Deontay Johnson is a fast, small receiver. He should be able to create space. Washington, same thing. Uh, you know, Najee Harris, only 15 rushes in the game. I mean, early on, this game was close. It was, it's not like it was, you know, blowout right from the get go. I mean, they had chances to run the ball. I mean, I like the fact that, you know, Najee Harris can also catch it out of the backfield. He had a few catches. Um, but I mean, they have, they have enough talent on offense to overcome the deficiencies on the offensive line. You know, I don't care that he hasn't enough. If, if you know that Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have enough time in the pocket, then, you know, call plays where he can get yep. the ball out of his hands much quickly, much more or quicker to, you know, Deontay Johnson or to Washington, two small guys who can, you know, go five or six, seven yards down the field in that short period of time. Get those short yardage, uh, you know, passes to those little guys out there and, you know, not go for those, you know, some of those long balls that they've been going for. But, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is not really 100%. He's part of the issue, but he's not 100% yeah, It's the just problem. amazing. I mean, the youngest roster in the league. The Steelers right now have the youngest roster in the league. It's amazing how the analysis on ESPN and Fox and all, I mean, it just starts and stops with Ben Roethlisberger as if he's the only problem on the team. Mm-hmm. You know, there's also, you know, some scuttlebutt out there that Ben Roethlisberger is no longer allowed to audible plays at the line, at the line of scrimmage, which if that's true, it would it, it would be mind boggling mm-hmm. that you have a journeyman college fucking coordinator who is somehow yeah. it's been all over the place, not able to allow an 18 year old three time Super Bowl appearing quarterback to audible at the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would explain those fourth down calls that he wasn't able to change those 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 throws behind the line of scrimmage. One did not two to Najee. That one was to something Juju. that that was something that really pissed me off. In but this if that one. was the call and he wasn't allowed to change yeah. it, what's he supposed to yeah. do? No, but you know, if you need a first down on either a third or a fourth, I mean, you have to throw it beyond the sticks. I mean, you can't throw it four yards uh, behind the line of scrimmage and expect the guy to get a first down. I mean, or or you know, just short of the marker and expect the guy to you know create some space or magic and you know break tackles and get the first down. I just hate when that happens. And I mean, yeah. any team, but I mean, the, the, the Steelers did it a couple of times in this game where they really needed a first down in crucial situations and they end up throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage or just a yard beyond the line of scrimmage and not anywhere close the sticks to where the sticks were. Yeah. I mean, if I had to, if I, if you had a knife to my throat or a gun to my head and I had to choose between Matt Canada and Ben Roethlisberger, I would choose Matt Canada as the problem. I mean, if, if Ben Roethlisberger is not able to audible at the line of scrimmage, if they're not willing to run a no huddle offense, you know, for larger percentage of the game, for larger, you know, chunks of the game, simply because he wants to prove that his offense works. The fact that receivers are stopping on their routes, the fact that receivers are not coming back to the ball, and Ben Roethlisberger is throwing to the point, the, the, the place on the field where the receivers should be, where other receivers like Devontae Adams would be, that tells me that there, there's some lack of practice with the receivers or a lack of confidence in the play calling, one or the other, because there's a lot of undisciplined play going on for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And yeah, Roethlisberger has missed a lot of throws, you know, that were open, but he was also under pressure on a lot of those throws. So right now I'm not willing to throw out the 18 year old, the 18 year veteran quarterback who's done nothing but win games for the last 18 years uh, and pretend that he's the only problem on this team. I mean, Tomlin has never had a losing season. I mean, so it shows you how much, uh, even with Mason Rudolph as his quarterback two years ago, success, you know, Roethlisberger has had in the league. I mean, and Tomlin as well. But I mean, you know, this this team is just not used to this sort of position. Yeah. You know, to be and one of three, freak out in public to be Jags are. to be you know at the bottom of the division. I mean, for so many years, I mean, I, I mean, only three games. The back. fans, Two the fans back. of the Browns and the Bengals. I mean, 
I mean, the you know Baltimore has been at the top, but I mean those two teams now to be ahead of the Steelers, man, they must love it. Ben, I'm not sure if you want to take a shot and say fuck those fuck teams. the Broncos or fuck the the Ravens and fuck the Bengals. I'm not going to say anything about the Browns. It's hard for me to really just criticize the Browns. The Browns are a hard team to hate, but the Ravens are an easy team to hate. And the way that Marvin Lewis coached up that Bengals team for all those years, playing as dirty as they did, easy team to hate, even with Jill Burrow. That's going to take a little while for me to fall back in love with the Cincinnati Bengals. But the Ravens are an awful team. They're, they have a just, I mean, they're, they're well coached. They, have, they play well. They win a lot of games. But but from a class perspective, they are near the bottom of the barrel in the NFL from a class perspective. And unfortunately, we have to talk about them next with their with their so. with a quarterback that most people think is better than Joe Montana in his fourth year. Let's do this shop, Ronnie. Cheers to you, Ben. Like you said, fuck Baltimore. I mean, not that I care. I mean, they're not in my division. And you talk so highly of the Cowboys now. You know what? Well, they're three they're, the, best, they're, they're the best three team in the one. NFC. And look at Baltimore, the best team in the AFC. No, they're not. You know that's not true. <laughs> I know. It's not true. I know. Fuck, the Broncos are better than the Ravens. Not this not this week yeah. without Teddy B. Look, I mean, but Lamar Jackson, I mean, look, obviously he's a good, I mean, he, he gets a lot of, what's going on inside? Oh, nothing. Is, is, there, is that the poltergeist? No, the, behind yeah, me? the poltergeist is trying to convince our dog to go inside. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, what was I going to, oh yeah, Lamar Jackson. I mean, he, he gets, uh, you know, so much notoriety in the league. I mean, Kyler Murray. What he's done so far this year, nobody, no, there's not too many people talking about it. But when you watch Lamar Jackson on TV and you hear Chris Collinsworth like jizzing on every single play, yep. every time he runs the ball down the field, other guys are doing it, man. I mean, look at Kyler Murray. I mean, the way he does it is, I mean, to me, it's just more impressive. Just a smaller guy like that to be able to do what he's doing, much more impressive. Yeah, there's a lot more impressive quarterbacks out there. Not to take away, you know, from Lamar Jackson, yeah. but he is not the best quarterback. Also, somebody didn't add to uh, to the Twitter. Um, well, because he's there. not even in the top ten. He's not well, even he in the top young. ten of under thirty. You, oh come on, come yeah, he's on. Top, top six. He's he's accomplished more than Dak Prescott has. Uh, he's been to the playoffs. He well, won a playoff game. He finally he won it's, one it's, playoff it's, game. It's not like he's been in the league for with 30 a better years, defense than Dak like Prescott will probably play with his entire career. He will never. Yeah, have but look at the receiving defense. core. I mean, he's got Hollywood Brown out there. Draft pick, first round draft pick. Yeah, but he's not that great. I mean, second like, round. I mean, you got you got uh, multiple um, first round picks on the Cowboys. As the receivers. As it should be. But the Baltimore Ravens, 23. The Denver Broncos, 7. Uh, Ravens go to 3-1. and one. Broncos go to 3-1. and one. Lamar Jackson, 22 of 37 for 316 and 1. Count it. One touchdown. Forced to throw the ball a lot more in this game. Latavius Murray off the scrap heap. 18 carries for 59 yards and a touchdown in this game. <laughs> talk, about, talk about scrap heap. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell <laughs> off, uh, you know, off the Sanford and Son scrap yard. Awful, awful uh, running. Remember back. how much money he wanted? Four catches, four carries for eleven yards. Look at that! Look at that stellar <laughs> workload right there for two point eight <laughs> yards per carry for Le'Veon Bell. Uh, Lamar Jackson only twenty eight yards that on the ground. Be another shot. Too. Uh, well, it's back. But it's grace period. Grace period. Grace period. period. Uh, do, do we still have to talk about the Bengals? Oh, did we? Or did they know? <laughs> we already talked about the Bengals. Uh, Drew Locke. The fans booed Drew Locke coming onto the field after Bridgewater went down. Lock 12 of 21 for 113 yards, zero touchdowns, and one interception. Bridgewater 7 of 16, coming back this week to play the Steelers, of course. Uh, 65 yards and a touchdown in a game. Nothing on the ground for Melvin Gordon, only 56 yards, but Noah Fant, big tight end with a touchdown. Franny, 
What do you think about the Broncos? Was it fool's gold all along? Yeah, was it yeah. Teddy B carrying his team? Is this where, yeah, three, is this where Aaron Rodgers bad. and Russell Wilson and Ben Roethlisberger three and Tom bad. Brady and every and 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 players are coming out of retirement? Peyton Manning is considering coming back to play for the Broncos. Yeah, uh, it just they, they played three bad opponents. They finally faced somebody that actually has uh, some some skilled players on their team, a talented team, and a very good coach. And uh, yeah, I mean this this is what I would expect from the Broncos. I mean, I don't expect them to beat. Las Vegas. I don't expect them to beat Kansas City. They're definitely not going to beat the Chargers as well. I mean, they're going to be at the bottom of the division. I don't care that they're 3-1 and one right now. They're not going to finish the season with a winning record. No. I agree with you. But Steeler fans only have one thing to say. Yep. That is what we're doing, but Mike Tomlin is steadying. Steady hand. You know, has his hand on the rudder. Not freaking out. Not losing his marbles like a lot of teams would, and I still think the Steeler team is going to finish seven and ten or nine and eight potentially. I have hope. I have hope. It's kind of tough. It is. <laughs> Next up, Friday, the game of the century, according to every television outlet from here to Kalamazoo, Michigan. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers 19, the New England Patriots 17. This was getting hyped before the season even started. I know. Tom, the return of the GOAT. The return of the GOAT to Foxborough. Tom Brady, 22 of 43. Horribly inefficient game for him. 269 yards, no TD. It was raining. No the weather wasn't the greatest. Yeah, he's never played in the rain before. No, ever. Never. <laughs> this is his first, first rain game. First rain game. <laughs> Ronald Jones uh, with six carries for 25 yards and a touchdown. Leonard Fournette with a pretty decent game. 20 carries for 92. Uh, no touchdowns through the air for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But look at Mac Jones. 31 of 40. 19. 19 reset, or, uh, completions in a row during this game. 31 of 40 for 275 yards and two. Count them. Two touchdowns, one interception. It wasn't really his fault. Uh, nothing to speak of on the ground, really. Uh, look at the look at those rushing yards for the Patriots. Nelson Aguilar four yards. Brandon Bolden zero yards, zero. Um, Mac Jones minus one. Damian Harris minus four. I know. Wow, that's pretty. That's terrible. But a touchdown <coughs> for Hunter Henry. Finally, the tight ends are getting involved. And Johnu Smith also with a touchdown. The tight ends are back. Friday, what say you about yeah. this game? I, I think this. Um... This was a huge game for Mac Jones, you know, to come in and play in in a in a in a game that was as hyped as it has been and for better than ever Tom now. Brady. And he played better than Tom Brady. I mean, obviously he lost. I mean, Tom Brady did his thing at the end of the game. I mean, it was a very fun game to watch. It was a close game. It was a sloppy game. But I mean, for Mac Jones to do what he did against the GOAT in his return to Foxborough, a rookie to come out and play as well as he did. I mean, this is his best game yet, yeah, actually. In the rain mm-hmm. with the world watching him. With everyone in New England watching him. With, the whole with entire his opposing world, quarterback whole, getting a standing I mean, ovation. Everybody. Everybody in the world. Bill you know, in Helsinki, in Hel- Everybody in Helsinki was tuned into this one. Yes, Reykjavik was <laughs> on fire for this game. And Stuttgart. Stuttgart and it, Perth it, and Melbourne. <laughs> even Adelaide was watching this game. I'm yeah. just rattling off the only yeah, cities I, I know in Australia. <laughs> in Sao Paulo, they were watching. In... The capital of Chile they were watching, yeah. <laughs> whatever the capital of Chile is. Santiago. Santiago, Chile they Santiago. were watching. But, in New uh, Zealand they were watching. Buenos Aires. What's it, Buenos Aires they were watching. <laughs> the entire world. What's a, what's a city in New Zealand? Um, Christchurch. Um, what's their capital? 
Yeah, I don't even know any of the cities. They were watching in Singapore. God, a Wellington. They were watching in Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> Off the coast, the western coast of Africa. They were watching. They were tuned in on the satellite. Uh, and Isla. In Isla, they were watching. They were brewing scotch. From Lagavulin. They were eating peat directly off the molting floor just yeah, to watch this you, game. You would think so after all the hype on this one. Like, you know, the only people that care about this is the people that live pretty much in, in this country. Yeah, that's true. But what do you think about uh, Tom Brady London, getting the, maybe, win, getting yeah, the win? Okay, no, coming back home, getting the win. No, I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah, I, I, expected, I expected the Bucks to win this one, but it was much closer than I expected. And I was surprised to see... You know, Tom Brady sort of struggle in this game. You know, I, I thought he really would want to put it to his old team. I, I think there's a little bit of animosity. They, the, they knew who they were facing on Yeah, defense. but I mean, just a little bit of animosity there. I, I'm sure, you know, we'll, we'll have a 30 for 30 in the future and the whole ugly breakup that there was between Vilicek and Tom Brady. I mean, you know, we don't know a lot about it right now, but I'm sure in the future, you know, we'll hear about some of the details and what transpired you know, at around that time when Tom Brady sort of moved on. And I, I, I thought he would really stick it to them. And uh, he just didn't play that well. But no, Mac Jones, though, Mac Jones was great, really impressive. But Mac, yeah, he really, really impressed me with his poise. You know, 19 straight rece- or completions in this game. Uh, did everything he could do to win. Uh, Tom Brady, you know, Belichick knows his, the quarterback that he's facing as well as anybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. And he had a you great so? defense. You think that he has some experience? A little bit, a little yeah. bit. But he had a great defense planned against the Patriots or against the the Bucks, especially without Gronkowski on the field, and you know Mac Jones ran that same Patriot offense that, that Brady has run for so long, uh, getting the tight ends involved, short passes, you know, spreading the guys out on the field, weren't able to run the ball, but but it really, it, it, I think it lived up to the to the billing in mm-hmm. that it was close, uh, it was exciting, and it involved uh, really good quarterback play from at least one of the guys on the field, from Mac Jones, who really rose to the occasion. I mm-hmm. agree with Franny. That was as impressive as, as it gets in that with that kind of pressure. Yeah. That's as close to a playoff game as you'll get in a regular season. Yeah. This guy won six Super Bowls mm-hmm. for the team that you are now playing for, and he was in your building getting standing ovation for most of the first quarter. And you were able to go out there and play that well. This kid's going to be something. Yeah. No, now definitely. I know why Kyle Shanahan wanted to draft him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Joe Lynch said no, nope. Trey Lance for yeah, you. Yeah, Trey Lance. <laughs> well, we'll see how Trey Lance does. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But Mac Jones is clearly the cream of the crowd yeah. thus far. Uh, next up, Franny. Chargers. How the mighty have fallen. The Chargers might have a couple of extra fans yeah. in Los Angeles. I mean, After that this. stadium in SoFi will be full. Of maybe ten thousand Chargers yes. fans now, as opposed to five thousand. Yes, it's usually like one sixteenth. <laughs> we make it to one eighth home fans pretty soon. Yeah, uh, but the Chargers twenty eight, the Vegas Raiders fourteen. Chargers go to three and one, drop the Raiders to three and one. But look at Justin Herbert, twenty five of thirty eight for two hundred twenty two yards and three. Count them, three touchdowns. Austin Eckler with a touchdown on the ground. Jared Cook with a touchdown through the air. Austin Eckler with a touchdown through the air. And Donald Parham with a touchdown through the air. But poor Derek Carr still has John Gruden as his head coach. So he was 24 or 21 of 34 for 196. And to count him, two touchdowns, but a costly interception in the game. Nothing on the ground for Josh Jacobs, only 40 yards. Through the air, Darren Waller, of course, gets his touchdown. Hunter Renfro somehow gets a touchdown. But Frane, a -hmm. statement. By the Chargers. We are the best yep. in the AFC West. And they might be. I mean, they beat Kansas City. They beat 
you know, Las Vegas now. Well, you think that makes him the best of the division? Beating Patrick Mahomes We'll wait till the end of the season and see, you know, where... Uh, oh, you're willing to make that bold prediction that you'll you'll say which team is the best at the end of the season? No. <laughs> really? You're really going out on a limb there. We'll see who the best team is at the end of the season, Ben. It's not you start, it's how you finish. And it's still early on in the season, but what I mean... What do you think about the over-under for nine for the Chargers? Well, I don't know. Let's wait till the end of the season. Let's wait till the end of the season. <laughs> then we'll make the bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, for Justin Herbert to do what he's doing at his age, I mean, second, see, I mean, you don't usually get those sophomore slump, but there's no sophomore slump for this guy. He actually is playing sophomore better bump. and better and better. I mean, he did kind of slow down in the third quarter. I was kind of worried about it when, when Las Vegas sort of made that run, when he made it 21 to 14. It was 21 nothing, I guess, at the, I think it was 21 nothing at the half. You know, Las Vegas made a little bit of a run, but Herbert finished up the game strong, 28 14. I mean, this kid is for real. I mean, yeah. you, you have to build your. I mean, I mean, if they don't build around this guy, oh. then they're fucking retarded. And they have to. Yeah. I mean, I, when I look at Justin Herbert, I just think <laughs> this guy is good. Yeah, but Fran, I would I say know, is that good. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. I wanted the Steelers to trade every draft pick they have for the next four years to get this guy. They didn't. Now he's playing for the Chargers. Now we have Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. But, but do you almost think, the same level of? of I mean, uh, do you think the Raiders are coming down to talent? To the earth? Yes. Exactly. Uh, no, I mean, Las Vegas stole. I mean, they're a good team, but the Chargers are better than we expected. I mean, their defense, but I mean, beat them early up, on. They beat them up pretty good, even though they gave on, them the entire third quarter I mean, to catch up. The Las Vegas offense, I mean, they were firing on all cylinders before this game. I mean, Derek Carr, he played. A, he also played pretty decent in this one, but I mean... Wait, what? Are you saying something nice about decent. Derek Carr? He played decent, Ben. Not as good as Kirk Cousins they were putting or a Ryan Tannehill, but okay. They were putting a ton of pressure on, on, on Derek Carr the entire game. I I didn't realize how good this Chargers defense can be until this game. And uh, Derek Carr had no time. I mean, they made some changes in the second half where he Joey could. Joey But, yeah, I, 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 they, the Chargers are for real, though. I mean, the Chargers and the Rams both are really good. But the Chargers might be the better team in L.A. Uh, well, right now, I think because they got the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What did the well, defense What did the defense do? They have uh, how many sacks did they get? They got one, two, just, three, it's not, it four. It wasn't the sack. It was just yeah, four sacks it was just in the, addition to the pressure. Just the pressure. I mean, just the pressure that they put on Carr. He just didn't have enough time. Um, you know, to look for, uh, for his receivers down the field. Oh, poor, poor, poor Derek Carr. I mean, I like Derek Carr, but, you know, Mike McCarthy, John Gruden, this is the kind of thing that's going to happen. Uh, Friday, are you ready to move on from yeah. the best team in Los Angeles, potentially the best team in the AFC? Mm-hmm. The Chargers. The Chargers. They might be. They're not folding. They're finishing games out yeah, now. Finally. You know, what's his name? Uh, Brandon Staley, whatever the, the, the head, new head yeah. coach. No, he's good. You know, man. taking risks for, you know, he huge, did take, huge fourth down conversion right in that game, the game on their side of the field. Uh, yep. On their side of the field, right? Yeah, I know. That's what, that's what I like to see a young coach take those types of chances. And, you know, he shows his players that he has confidence in them. And that just, you know, it, it's it's going to keep on building. It's like a snowball effect. I and mean, when you show you have confidence in these guys, when that next fourth down play rolls around and, you know, let's say five weeks from now, they're going to have that confidence. Be like, he trusts us. Let's do this. Let's, let's go out and do, do it. this. Let's beat the Eagles. I <laughs> know. <Nah. laughs> <laughs> you don't play him this year, do you? Do you? I don't know. I don't think so. No. Uh, last game, LA Rams 26, Seattle Seahawks 17. The Rams should not have won this game. 
Uh, Matthew Stafford got back down to his Detroit days. 25 of 37 for 365. One touchdown, one interception. Daryl Henderson with 82 yards and a TD. Uh, Tyler Higby with a touchdown. And Robert Woods had a huge game. Mm -hmm. 12 catches for 150 yards. And, of course, Cooper Cup, yak, yak, yak. Seven catches for 92. But Russell Wilson goes out of the game with hammer finger. 11 of 6. I can't take that seriously. 11 of 16 for 152. One touchdown, one interception. Played like shit even before he got hurt. Geno Smith comes in, wants to be the hero. 10 for 17, 131, one touchdown, one interception on a pass interference that was not called. Uh, Alex Collins with 47 yards, but look at DK Metcalf with two touchdowns in the game. But Franny, what say you about the Rams coming through, but the Seattle Seahawks losing their quarterback for potentially four to eight weeks Mm -mm -mm -mm. with the hammer toe? Doesn't it? It doesn't bode well. I mean, for the Seahawks, as bad as as bad as they're playing already, and then to have Russell Wilson potentially missing six to eight weeks. I mean, you know, we'll see when he can come back. I mean, I'm sure. Maybe don't talk a bunch of shit about your team in the preseason. (laughs) Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, you're you're next with the hammer top. No, come on, no, no, no. Well, maybe. I mean, karma is real, like you said, but karma is real, and there it is. 149 games in a row Uh played. Drama in the offseason. Yep. Bang. Stretch Bam. snapped. <laughs> can't can't give you the finger. Um uh, but you know, we'll see how things pan out for the uh for the Seahawks. I don't uh, you know, with with the Cardinals playing the way they are with the Rams, I mean beating them in this one, I mean they're I don't know, it's gonna be kind of tough for them. This and the Rams season. didn't play great in this game. I, I mean they, the they Seahawks were in this game until great. the end. I mean it, there was that, that last uh last second field goal uh after the after the failed uh, fourth down attempt to, to Tyler Lockett on the pass interference that should have been called. The Rams kicked a field goal, but they were driving down the field. Geno scored a, a quick touchdown at the end of this game or in the fourth quarter of this game, scored a quick touchdown, and they were driving down the field. If they get that pass interference call, I know he slipped, but he slipped because he was knocked off his route by the defender. He didn't just fall down on the turf. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't understand why no one's talking about that. He was pushed off his route 15 yards downfield. That's pass interference. Uh, you know, what do you think about the 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 Seahawks chances with Gino Gino I, I, Gino. I don't know. We're gonna have to uh, evaluate Rocky, his game. Or, you know, West next Virginia. Week. Well, we'll see. We'll Mountain see. Mama, take me home. We'll see how he plays. We'll see how he plays next week, and then uh, uh, you know, am I the only one that gets excited on this podcast? Yeah, I think for this, yes, I think you're, you're the only ones excited that Russell Wilson is injured. Yes, Ben. Well, I get excited, and then your wife's lose, team, get... your wife's team loses their starting quarterback, and you're the ones excited. Well, I mean, I talked a lot of shit about him in the preseason. I know you did. Right, because I don't think he, I think he's in about as good a situation as he's going to be in. Of course. Unless it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or the Dallas Cowboys oh, or man. it's a good thing. It's a good thing Son doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh, well, I mean, where does he think he's gonna go? I mean, I, I understand. Like everybody wants Aaron Rodgers. I mean, if I like I give in the back of your mind you're thinking, What if she listens to this podcast? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I hope she doesn't listen to it. But you know what I I will I, tell I, her to uh, tune in. At this point in the podcast, just so you can listen. Yeah, I mean, my theory is, you know, give the baby the bottle. You know, if, if Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers think they're the general manager, just hand them the fucking, give them the phone and say, here, make as many trades as you want. You know, you get to, you'll, you'll, can you'll, I, you'll pick, I, you pick all our players next year. You pick lineman? them all. Can I get an offensive lineman, please? Yeah, you, you pick everybody and you, and you make all the trades. This up. We'll help you. We'll tell you who to call and, you know, how to go about it. And, and, and you can make all the trades you'd like and you can, you could pick whatever players you'd like. And let's see, let's see how fucking easy it is for you to do this. Tough guy. You know, well, you know, um, it's not very easy for for their front office to make the right moves either. 
Well, I mean, that, that's true. But I mean, but he, you know, there's this, they all think there's this magical, amazing situation out there. Like the Denver Broncos are going to, you know, magically get you a Super Bowl or Miami or Chicago. I mean, just the fact that Chicago was in your, in your mouth or in your head tells you you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you're Aaron Rodgers wow. or Russell Wilson, you become a Seahawks hater. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Seahawks hater. I love the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if you are. Well, I mean, You're rooting he, for he, Geno Smith right now, which is great, but I mean, I wouldn't want him in that situation. I would still want Russell Wilson as the starting quarterback. Well, the Steelers play him in two weeks, so I'm not. Okay, that okay. Upset. Now I understand. Now it all makes sense. Steelers are playing Geno now, in two weeks. Now it makes sense. So it's a can't lose game for me. It's a Mountaineer winning or the Steelers winning. Uh, I, but Russell Wilson wasn't. I mean, I know his his stats look pretty good, but he was still making even in this game early yeah, no, on. Yeah. He's throwing bombs when all he has to do is check the fucking ball yeah. down and pick up a first down. He wants to show off his arm. You know, he wants to show off his arm. He, he doesn't want to, you know, run the ball enough, but but he, he he can't just grind. Like people forget those 12, the 2012, 2013, they ground that ball down the field with, with Marshawn Lynch. Too. I mean, the defense would, was much better. Oh, much better. I yeah. mean, their, their defense is, I think, the first team ever to give up 450 mm-hmm. plus yards in four straight games. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, actually. But one way to overcome giving the ball back to the offense is right. to grind the ball down right. the field. Yeah, I know. And yeah. I know that Chris Carson wasn't in there, but you can still pick up first downs and eat up clock. You know, nothing. It doesn't have to be a sixty-yard bomb to Tyler Lockett maybe, on third down and five. Maybe Gino goes out and uh, wins Gino, three games, four games. Gino, Gino. <laughs> All right. Rudy, yeah, definitely don't tell Sonny to listen to this Rudy. podcast because I, I was not right. happy. I'll tell her. I'll, I'll be the one telling her right was, now. When, when, when she returns from her outing, I'll be like, "Man, Ben is really—he's he's really hanging on, hitting on the Seahawks right now." Uh, you you might want to listen to this podcast. Well, I want to see how well Gino plays with this alleged horrific offensive line and this alleged horrific. Yeah, we'll offense. see. I mean, I'm actually I'm interested to see. I mean, because you know Wilson has really never missed a game, and you know this is their first quarterback that they've had as a starter for years. That's that doesn't have the last name Wilson. Um, so you know I'm I'm interested to see how they can do. You know. Moving forward for at least the next five, six, yeah, seven, I mean, eight I know weeks. He's Russell Wilson, but everybody needs to go through this situation in their life where they think they're the 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 best, the most, you know, efficient, you know, the better person for the job or whatever. And then they and have, how do you feel about and the then Instagram they go out for pick. an extended? How do you feel about the Instagram pick after the surgery where he has? His I didn't like all- it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I mean, can he go out in public somewhere without wearing his own gear? And I've actually. I've never seen a single human being wearing that number three gear, the hat, the, the sweats, the athleisure. Uh-huh. You know, you're in the hospital. You're going to post a pic on Instagram for the Seattle Seahawks who just paid for your fucking surgery, who gave you $200 million. Could well, you wear I'm, a fucking I'm, Seahawks I'm, hat? I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's made much more money for the Seahawks than he's made from the Seahawks. Yeah, but you got to wear your, your number three hat, you know, the whatever that logo is that he, that he ripped off from uh, Marshawn Lynch because it's kind of like a beast mode. Uh-huh. It's sort of the way that it's, you know, he ripped it off from Marshawn Lynch. You know, just wear a Seahawks hat. Could, is that really that much to ask after you just got done with surgery that was paid for by the Seahawks? A contract that the Seahawks are now paying even though you're not playing? Would it be I mean, that doesn't ben, ben Roethlisberger wear the BB-7? Uh, is there is there a BB? I don't know. <laughs> Beers and brats. <laughs> That's the Ben Roethlisberger. BR, no, BR7. Sorry. BR, <laughs> I was thinking big, big Ben. Big Ben. BB7. It would be. Big Ben 7 yeah, is yeah. his Twitter handle. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. There you are, BB7. Yeah, it's beers, brats. Actually, that's kind of cool. BB, and football. BB7. Yeah, I mean, none of that. BB7 line. He doesn't need to stretch. Yeah, no, he doesn't stretch. It's <laughs> obvious he doesn't stretch. <laughs> he should brew his own beer. <laughs> See, that's Carson Wentz. BB7 that's IPA. Carson Wentz's problem. When he was in Pennsylvania, he was still, you know, acting as if he was in California or Nevada or North Dakota, 
He needed to eat like he was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Too much too much sushi, too much, you know, kale, uh-huh. and that's what happened. Yep. All right, Friday, we probably are way long. Yeah, I know. We are long in this one. We're an hour and a half <laughs> in. Hour and a half yeah, we're going to have to finish this up really quick. <laughs> All right, Friday, what's next up on the big board since you baited me into bad mouthing Russell Wilson? I didn't bait you into anything. <laughs> you were just ready. Yeah, but you let it go a little further <laughs> than it needed to go. All right, so next up, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL Week 5 picks. Should we take a break or should we just. Go right into it. What do you think? Let's take a break. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with our week five picks. All right. And we are back with our week five picks, Ben. Let's try to do this quick. Yes. What do you think, Shannon? I think I've turned into Skip Bayless. I, I think so. I think it's so. all negativity all the time know, from this seriously. side of the table. And so I apologize. Team. I mean, your wife's team. I know, team, but I was so the angry. The player that she adores. I know, I know. But you don't adore players, you adore teams. Yeah, well. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm going to take it down. I'm going to take it down Russell a notch. Wilson fan, and you're just hating on him. I'm going to have to take it down a notch, I think. I think I'm going to have to take it down a notch. I'm going to, I'm too much like, you, you, and you bait me, and I fall for it. I didn't bait you. You said, what did you think about his Instagram post? I, okay, I was yeah, done. We, we were I was talking done. about that. We were talking about that. You know, before the podcast, and well, and you brought it up. I didn't bring it up, but I, you know, I figured that might be something uh, an interesting that you would tidbit. like to get me to talk about, so that you could tell Sonia I talked about it. You you talked about it. <laughs> God, selling me out. I'm telling you, watch out for these folks, man. These these family members. They, they'll throw they'll throw the non family members under the bus. How dare you, Ben? I am offended. <laughs> All right, Friday, week five. Most uh-huh. podcasts give you an hour and a half of week five preview. We're going to give you 10 minutes. Yeah, maybe we're nine. Uh, All right, first up, Jets, Falcons, Ben. It's the London game. Happening. And I don't, I'm not going to wake up at 630 in the morning to watch this one. That's for sure. You don't want to watch uh, Zach Wilson against Matt Ryan in Tottenham. Yeah, two one and three teams. Uh, and I, but I, I do expect the Jets to win this one. Uh, you know, the Falcons yeah, are a I really agree. bad football team. I think the Jets will win. Yeah, I think the That's Jets the are riding high. Salah's doing what he can do with the roster that he's got. Mm-hmm. You know, that Falcons are, defense is struggling, and people are coming back from injuries. So, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Jets by three. No. Next up, Patriots at Texans. I'm going to choose the Patriots in this one, Ben. I mean, the Texans got blown out forty to zero. I mean, we're talking yeah. about remember in the in the in the in the betting Taylor's portion not in back. the betting portion of the of the podcast last I was week. Like, like seventeen points. I know it's a lot of points. That's too <laughs> many points. Forty did nothing, and I bet on it. Yeah, did, did they cover? <laughs> I, just a little bit. <laughs> they, that's like a high, that's like a college spread from the eighties. Yeah, but I expect the Patriots to win. So yeah, me too. Handily, yeah. probably by. By forty, by fourteen, <laughs> the Patriots can't score that many points, so maybe by fourteen. Against the Texans, they might. Uh, next up, Lions against the Vikings and Kirk Cousins. Yeah, Vikings. Lions get their first win. Wow, okay. Lions get their first right. win. They couldn't beat the in Bears. Minneapolis. They couldn't beat the Bears. Well, Justin Field balled out for some of that game. I'm going to take the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions in this game by four. Ah, mm. uh, next up, front of York. Eagles at mm-hmm. the Panthers. Yeah, I'm going to choose the Panthers. Really? Yeah. I've been, really? I've, I've been right so far almost every single week, except the first one. But I've been choosing against the Eagles. I'm going to choose against, against them again. I mean, the 3-1 team, the Eagles are still struggling. I mean, their defense, I they just suck. They're a bad team. Yeah, I, I'm not going to argue with that, but I'm taking... 
the Eagles in this game. Just don't, don't, don't add them to your parlay. I'm not going to add them to my parlay, but McCaffrey is not going to come back. He's he was he was questionable. Now he's out. Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles by seven. I by th- seven, I think the Panthers they're going to struggle. They're going to go through a little midseason slump right now, but I think they'll come back to it. But right now, I think they're going to struggle a little bit. The Eagles are able to score points. You know, Jonathan Gannon and that defense have an opportunity to really look at how badly they've schemed up their defenses. Opportunity to change here without McCaffrey in a game. I take the Eagles by seven. Mm, hope you're right. Next. I think you're wrong. <laughs> well, I support. I support you. Unlike, I don't throw you under the bus the way huh? that you do. I had to. I mean, come on. I had to. I mean, it's just, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you had to. You I don't have to. to do anything. I had to. It was hilarious. Ugh. Saints at Washington. A mm. battle of the mediocrity. You know, it's a tough one, actually. I didn't expect the 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 football team to win last weekend. Um, I think they might actually win this one. I think I think Ron Rivera, has Tyler Heineke is has, for real. And, and Tyler Heineke's playing well. He's playing. He's throwing up passes off his backside. I mean, yep. he's falling down. Whipping passes out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to choose Washington in this one. Me too. I'm going to take yeah. Washington by three in a low-scoring affair. Mm-hmm. Uh, Titans at Jags. Um, anybody can beat the Jags now. Yeah, well, or anybody I mean, can the, beat the Titans now. The, the Titans lost the, the Jets. The Jets proved that anybody can beat the Titans. Yeah, uh, I'm going to still choose the Titans though. There's too much drama going on down there. Urban Meyer had one night out at a bar, and all of a sudden, his entire <laughs> life must come crumbling down around him. So I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Titans by 14. It's it's too much drama. Uh, ooh, Dolphins at Buccaneers. Funny, not a game that's it's easy to pick, but not that easy to pick. Uh, a lot Bucks. of injuries for that Buccaneer team, yeah, and, and more on. injuries it's, on defense. It's the more Dolphins. injuries on defense. It's the Dolphins playing the Bucks. Uh, but let's see what we got here. Uh, Tampa Bay injuries. We got. I mean, look at that. Uh, Giovanna Bernard is out. James, uh, Jason Pierre Paul is out. Antoine Winfield is out. Uh, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, it's an hour out. and a half in, Ben. We, uh, <laughs> let's stop looking at these injuries here. Come on, like you don't know you're going to choose the Bucks. Why are we looking at that? I'm gonna take the Bucks. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to get you back. Why are you extending the I'm podcast? I'm going to get you back for what you did to me yeah. with my wife. All right, yeah. You, I owe you that one. Packers against the Bungles. Uh, let's look at the injuries on the Packers <laughs> side and see who they are missing. Uh, <laughs> that, well, That's the Packers, man. The Packers are going to win this one. I'm going to take the Bengals. Oh, Fuck the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals. Oh, uh, there's a shot right there. Uh, hey, little, one, little one, little one, little one, little one. That's a shot right little there. One, we we have to get you tipsy now. I mean... <laughs> Little yeah, I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, Bengals at home with Joe Burrow playing even better. Most everybody on that team is healthy. Defense is playing great. Running game is playing great. Joe Mixon is a stud. Joe Burrow finally coming into his own. This is six or seven yeah. start in the league. As highly as you as you as you are speaking of them right now, you still you still said fuck the Bengals. So you still have to well, because I don't like the Bengals. Yeah, I know. But I think they're going to beat the Packers tomorrow at home. Cheers to you. But no, uh, Packers are going to win. No. Aaron Rodgers shot the best that he's got to offer already this season. He's got the karma train coming for him the same way it came for Russell Wilson. Next up, Broncos at Steelers. Uh, I can see the Steelers winning this one, Ben. 
Really? Yeah. No. Based I, on what? Yeah. I just don't think the Broncos' offense is potent. Teddy enough. Bridgewater's playing. I don't care. They still. I mean, I, I still think uh, the Steelers' defense is strong enough um, to hold them to maybe about seventeen points. And the, I mean, the Steelers, if the Steelers can't score more than that, then fuck, they might as well. The Steelers lose. can't score more than they that. They will, and they will. They will. <laughs> the st- <laughs> it's going to be seventeen points. Might as well 20, be 40. 20 to seventeen Steelers. I gotta take the Broncos. I, I have no choice. Oh no, he's not like me now. <laughs> I, 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 this is just based on the way the Steelers are playing. I mean, I, I think they're gonna get it cleaned up. Uh, you know, but Bridgewater was playing well before he went out on his injury. They've still got a solid defense. They've still got Melvin Melvin uh, Melvin Gordon running the ball, and they've got what's his name, the other running back. Um, if Bridgewater were out, I would I would probably take the Steelers by three. But I, I think it's, I think the Broncos are going to win a squeaker, unfortunately, because the Steelers' offensive line has got a few weeks to go to get. Killed. I don't think so. I am confident in a Steelers' victory tomorrow and a spicy shot next week on the table, Ben. All right, I hope so. Yeah, we ordered. Uh, we ordered. We made tacos, and I was like, we don't have any sauce, like Taco Bell <laughs> sauce. And I'm like, I ate the tacos with no sauce. I'm like, I didn't realize. I forgot we had Cholula here. We have Tapatio here. I'm like hunting for like Taco Bell packets. Yeah, you, like I don't yeah, actually have bottles. Of I know where it actual, is. Actual, I probably know better than you. I don't even know where it is. But I'm like, I think we have actual hot sauce here. Uh, next up, Bears at Raiders. Yeah, I'm going to choose the Raiders in this one, Ben. Uh, me too, probably by 10. You want to take a look at the injury list? <laughs> well, the injury, it matters. It does. Not I, when you're playing the Dolphins, though. I was going to bring up the... The Eagles it's, like, list, it's not like it's, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay. It's Tampa Bay versus the Dolphins. I was going to bring up the Eagles list, but this is only a 13 or 15-inch screen. <laughs> uh, next up, Browns at Chargers. I'm going to choose the Chargers. You by know, how I, many? Uh, the Chargers will win by seven. All right, I'm going to take the Chargers as well. Uh, but it's going to be close. It's going to be like 24-21. It's going to be a, a defensive game. Uh, it's going to come down to who can run the ball better. Uh, Giants at Cowboys, the best team in the NFC. <laughs> I'm going to choose the Cowboys. All right. I hate it, but that's the way yeah, it is. I, I mean, they're the just Cowboys. better. They're, but they're, I mean, they're just a head and shoulders above any other team in the NFC East. Yeah, I got to take the Cowboys in on that one. <clears throat> Potentially by a bunch, but Daniel Jones, he's going to put up some points. Uh, yeah, 49ers. <laughs> what's that? He'll put up seven. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. 49ers at Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, they made it look so yeah, easy. Oh, yeah, George Kittle going to the IR. Oh, yeah, that is huge for that team. Uh, and then, you why know, Trey Lance. Why didn't you do well, Trey Lance? You know, I mean, <laughs> why, why? I don't know. Why didn't you do well in this game? Jimmy G would have done well. <laughs> he would have. But I mean, I can hear it already. Because, I mean, his best receiver is out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals by 14. Cardinals going to blow them out. Probably. Next up, Bills at Chiefs. This is a tough one. This is actually a tough game. To How call. is this a tough game? It's a tough. The game Bills are the best team in the AFC. The Bills are the best team in the AFC. Uh, okay, or in the league? Uh, might be even be in the league. <laughs> the Bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills will make it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that uh, is so corny, but it's so good. I mean, it's such a great song. But it's so corny. <laughs> it's terrible, but awesome at the same time. At the same time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what year that's from. Uh, Friday, who are you going to take, buddy? I don't know. I mean, I really don't know. Uh, I mean, because that. I don't want to call you buddy after him anymore after you <laughs> fucking threw me under the bus. 
That's like the injury report, actually. That's, no. <laughs> do, you, that's, do you want to look at the injury? No, 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 no. I don't want to look at the injury report. <laughs> um, I am going to choose <laughs> the Chiefs in this one. Oh, come Chiefs. on. They're playing at home. One of the loudest, rowdiest stadiums yeah, in the league. the Bills don't have a loud, rowdy stadium at all. Yeah, but they're not playing in Buffalo. <laughs> they're, <not. laughs> they're playing in they're, they're playing Kansas City. But they're not playing in Buffalo. <laughs> Dude, your Seinfeld impression. What are you doing here? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, if you watch that, uh, somebody will get that reference. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that's how Seinfeld. I mean, this is comedy. Like that's that was his whole shtick. But it was just like some episode where he was like, I don't know. Uh, Bills at Chiefs night game. Cold weather. Andy Reid. Sean McDermott. Stefan Diggs. Yeah, an hour and 34 minutes where we, where we started this portion of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to take the Bills by three. All right, all right. The Bills are going to win this on game. this one, all right. Uh, Colts at Ravens. Ravens. Fuck. <laughs> I just said a word. I, I didn't say anything I'm else. Grabbing, I'm grabbing <laughs> the shot glasses. No, no, I just did one. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're beyond the grace period. Yeah, that's why I'm not going to say anything yeah. not anything bad. That was too many shots. How many did we you did like three already? Uh, I'm going to take the Colts by three. Why? Carson Wentz is playing better. Frank Reich's probably fine. He's finally, probably. Frank Reich's, you know, they've, they've got <laughs> things gelling a little bit. Jonathan Taylor's run the ball better. Uh, the the receivers coach. are back. The defense is playing a little bit better. The offensive line protect Wentz better last week. The Ravens, you know. Rookie head coach. It's going to be tough. Terrible quarterback. Well, I mean, I just think that the Ravens are going to have a hard time keeping up with the, the scoring in this game. Yeah, I mean, it's a Monday night game. They're playing in Baltimore. Um, you know, if they were playing in, well, it's Indy, not like the Ravens have this if, long if, history if, of being dominant on Monday playing, night or any other night. If they were playing in, in India, I'd, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd maybe give the edge to the Colts, but you know, I, I'd, I'd say the Ravens should win this one. You mean that that vaunted home field advantage of M and T Bank Stadium? Mm-hmm. That that long known, terrible, dreaded place to play. M and T fucking Pank Stadium. I think that, I think that deserves a shot right there. I, th- I think that uh, warrants small. a shot. Tiny, I think that tiny, warrants... tiny. That's nah, got to be larger than my shot, well, so. which should be almost non-existent. <laughs> I mean, come on, the Ravens—they're hot and cold this year. I mean, they're 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 three and one, right? <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of teams are three and one. A lot, a lot of teams are three and one right now. Not not one and three like the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the Colts. I mean, Wentz was hurt. You know, brand new quarterback, learning the system, you know, at full speed. I'm going with Wentz and Reich in that game. Uh, next game. Uh, Thursday night it. game. Oh, there's a Thursday night game. Oh, Buccaneers at yeah. <laughs> Eagles. Well, I'm going to choose the Bucks in that one. Let's, yeah. look, at, let's look at that injury report again <laughs> Do you for the look, Bucks. Do you to... It's almost like playing the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Bucks. <laughs> By how many? I mean, why the? F- I mean, this is a terrible opening schedule for the Eagles, man. Well, the Steelers wasn't much better. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> we we had Green Bay. Now we got Denver. But let me Denver. We had, oh, yeah, Denver is a powerhouse. We had B- Buffalo and Denver in the first four we weeks. Beat Buffalo. That was impressive. Or Buff- we had Buffalo and Green Bay in the first four weeks. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've had you know the Cowboys, Kansas City, 
Buccaneers. I mean, Panthers are three and one. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a tough opening to the season. Uh, well, obviously the Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to win this one. Uh, yeah, I don't care that they're playing at home. Uh, it's a tougher game to pick for me just because they're playing in Philly. I'll take the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles by three in this game. The Bucks have a lot of injuries. They've got a lot of injuries. They're going like to get the Eagles don't have like three missing gonna, three offensive. They linemen barely. Are, they didn't put up twenty points against the Patriots, and playing with you know they're probably going to stack up a couple more injuries this week with the Eagles. <laughs> the way things are going, I'm going to take the Eagles by three. Uh, yeah. I, oh, I hope so, but I think you're wrong. I hope so, but you suck. <laughs> All right, Friday, that's it for the week five picks. We yeah. got through that in half. 34 minutes. We got 50. Come on. Give me, come, come, on, on. come on. Should we make a shout out to our little two and loyal listeners? No. We, okay. Thank well, you thank all you for Thank you, everybody listening. out there listening to us on the podcast. We appreciate every single one of you. Keep on returning week after week, and we'll give you the best NFL recap and picks and drinks. Exactly. <laughs> at Goal Thirst on Twitter, at Thirst and on Instagram. Follow us. Come back. Give, leave us a review. Yeah. Take care. We love you all. We'll see you <laughs> Take all. <care>. Take <laughs> <laughs> We're not signing off yet. <laughs> but thank you everybody for listening we yeah, see, appreciate it my, my, see uh, that's how much of a routine oriented person I am it's like I heard what you said I said Twitter and Instagram and I just assumed we were signing off and cut good <laughs> wow see that's why I was sending all the stuff up like it's like my my mind is like very routine oriented <laughs> alright all right, next, next up on the big, big board, board Ben we have Ronnie's Flame and Ben's <laughs> bust of the week. I like this catch fire a lot more than that, that JP Wiser's. I mean, this stuff actually gives us a little bit of a better sort of, uh, uh tipsiness that, I mean, that, that JP Wiser's oh, sure. was like, that was pretty much gasoline in a, in a glass. That's pretty but much it what it was. But it also tasted bad. It gasoline tasted at least bad. smells good. <laughs> I don't want to drink it, but it smells good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, I mean, gasoline doesn't smell terrible, but it that, smells I think, better than, better than, that than the JP Wiser's. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so that my smelled like spoiled rat urine. My flame Ben uh is the Seattle Seahawks once again. I they I mean they just can't get out of their own way. I mean we've been harping on this. I mean their fans. I mean their entire fan base knows this shit. They allow teams to hang around and yep. hang around. The Rams didn't play a good game. They played a bad game, and I don't fact. care that Russell Wilson did get injured. I mean, still, he probably would have done the same thing that, that Geno Smith would have done in that game. I mean, their, their stats were pretty much identical for the first. I mean, a touchdown, the first half gets called back on a holding yeah. call, an obvious holding call, mm-hmm, takes mm-hmm. a touchdown off the board. Yeah. But I mean, just, just, uh, you know, sometimes it's okay to dink and dunk the ball down the field. You do not have to wind up and throw the ball 30, 40 yards down the field. We know, Russell Wilson, that your long ball is beautiful. It's the most beautiful one in the league. It's the most beautiful one I've ever seen. I mean, his spiral is perfect, but you don't have yep. to do it every single time down the field it's okay to run the ball and he might not have chucked his it's hand okay. right into Aaron Donald's <laughs> forearm if he wasn't trying to throw the ball exactly. 60 yards down the field exactly so it's okay to look like Derek Carr sometimes and dink and dunk the ball down the field maybe not every single play but uh you know some drives they have to keep alive short passes are okay yeah he's sort of averse to first downs yeah <laughs> Russell he only likes first down second down first down or punt like those are his either punt or first down on second down. Third down to him is something that is just sort of superfluous. If it happens, it happens. Otherwise, we'll just waste it. Mm-hmm. That's your flame. That's my flame. I'm sure your bust is probably pretty similar. Uh, my bust is pretty similar. It is that Bill Belichick is a coward. Really? Bill Belichick has lost an edge. He's lost a step. 
One minute to play in the game. That is true. You that have was Nick huge. Folk, a man who can't hit a 56-yard field goal in Detroit with the heat up to 75. And he trakes him out there at a 56-yard field goal with only one full minute to go to give the ball back to Tom Brady on fourth down and three in the pouring rain. A field goal that Nick Folk couldn't hit if he tried it 10 times in a row. Mm-hmm. And he has a quarterback that at one point in that game had 19 completions in a row and he takes him off the field, puts Nick Folk on the field. Even if he hits that field goal, it's unlikely that they win the game because Tampa Bay had timeouts and they had a full minute to go. And Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. So what say you about Bill Belichick not that having the was... guts to go for it with a full minute to go on the clock? In the pouring rain, yeah, that was actually with an a huge old, shock. very, very, very accurate, but old kicker who hasn't, who's career long in best of conditions, mm-hmm. was the equivalent of the field goal that he asked him to kick in the pouring rain I against know. I know. the Buccaneers. And I remember watching. I was at Qualcomm Stadium. It was the Chargers versus the Colts, and the Colts tried to do the exact same thing with Vinatieri. At the time. Oh, and he doinked it. And he missed the field goal, similar distance, in the rain. And I knew the exact same thing was going to happen in this one. And you are absolutely right. He was a coward not to go for it because kicking a 56-yard field goal is basically a loss. If they could have picked up maybe just even just five, five yards. yards. Yeah, just just something. just Even, even that would be bit. a tough field goal. It would be a tough field goal. But at least they'd have a first down and have the ability yeah. to eat the clock and then kick yeah. it. Either way, you lose. Either you make it, you probably lose the game, you know. But but still, you went for it. You gave your team a chance. You showed confidence in them. But just move the ball. And I just, I, it was, I mean, I, I did not believe that Bill Belichick, with all the experience that he has, to not go for the for, with the first down on that play. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the Chargers earlier, right? Get, you know, take going for that fourth down on your own side of the field. Brandon Staley giving the confidence to his players, letting Justin Herbert in an offense know, I believe in you. We believe in you. We want to win this game. We know we're going to have to score a lot of points to win this game. What I mean, Mac Jones had played exceptionally well mm-hmm. in that game. They've got receivers on that, you know, on the field that can catch the, you know, a three-yard pass. They, they have Hunter Henry. They have Jonu Smith on that roster. They've got what's his, uh Nelson and Hen- whatever the guy's name is, uh, the running back that can catch the ball out of the backfield. How do you kick? If you got Justin Tucker, fine. Run him yeah. out there, kick the field goal, win the game. 60 yards, who cares? But with Nick Folk in the rain, you're asking him to kick his career long in a long career. He's never kicked a ball more than 56 yards in the best of conditions. Mm-hmm. And you throw him out there when you have Mac Jones, you could say, Mac Jones, you're our guy. Mm-hmm. You're going to go out there. You're going to beat Tom Brady. You're going to pick up this first down. We're going to kick a field goal of 35 yards, or we're going to score a touchdown. Yeah, but they would have killed the clock a little bit. Kill the clock. And you're you still know, giving you it back up, to him with a minute to go. Yards. You may run the ball a couple of times, you kill the clock, but either way, at least at least give your team a chance. It tells me that not. Belichick has lost a little bit in his age or, because you're going to lose the game anyway. Or the reason for all the success was Tom Brady and not Bill Belichick. It, it might have been because, I mean, you're going to kick the ball off and he's going to have a full minute. Mm-hmm. And I think they had two timeouts. I think the Bucks had a timeout or two left. Yeah. And all Tom Brady's got to do is throw the ball, you know, pick up 35, 40 yards. Kick a field goal, win the game. Mm-hmm. 
And that's your bust. That's my bust. That's a really good bust. I, I I almost completely forgot about that. But yeah, Bill Belichick, what the fuck were you doing? It took everything in me not Andy to Reed talk would, about it. Andy Reid wouldn't do that. No, no, not at even all. Even Tom, even I think Mike Tomlin probably with with, no, with Nick Folk would have went for it. Yeah, definitely. I think most coaches would, and I'm surprised that uh, Bill Belichick uh, took everything did not, that yeah. was in me not to talk about it when we talked about the Patriots. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> because I wanted to go on a rant about it then. Good job, Ben. That was a good one. And next up on the big board, Ben, is your betting. Corner. Oh, we're at the betting corner, Friday. We'll we'll try to get through this as quickly as is all conceivably possible, mm-hmm. uh, because Friday definitely wants me to know that we are one two hour and fifty eight <laughs> minutes into this podcast. Yeah. yeah, so we will we will get through the betting corner uh, as quickly as the internet allows us to, given the fact that this is loading somewhat slowly mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Friday's got to put in his parlay. He's going to hit a parlay. Well, I have a parlay. I have, I have it ready to go. All right, My fantastic yeah. five. I want to tell. I want. I want people to hear your fantastic five. So don't let me move on after mm-hmm. this. First up, Jets at Falcons. Atlanta Falcons minus three over under forty five. I'm going to take the Jets at plus three and at plus one thirty two. Me too, and I'm also going to take under forty five. Yeah, that's 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 probably a good bet too. Yeah. <laughs> Dolphins at Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers minus ten over under forty seven point five. Uh, uh, um, hmm. Uh, yeah, there's really not nothing juicy on there, actually. Yeah, the only thing I would do there is I would maybe take a teaser on the Dolphins, push the Dolphins up to plus 17, push the over down to 41.5. Next up, Eagles at Panthers. Panthers minus three mm-hmm. over under 46. Nice, tasty under right there. Uh, I would take the Panthers at minus three. That's about it. I'm going to take the Eagles outright to win at 143, and I'm going to take the over 46. Mm-hmm. New Orleans Saints at Washington football team. Saints oh, minus 2.5, over 43.5. football team at plus 2.5 and at plus 125. And at over 43.5. Oh, they're yeah, all over the board. This yeah. is like roulette. <laughs> You're like putting them down, putting little chips I mean, down. I mean, I think all both, over teams, the board. both teams can still score points. I mean, you know, Washington. Tyler Heineke. Heineke. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I'm going to take the, the Washington football team plus 2.5. On a teaser, just, you know, give them a little bit of an edge there, push it up to plus 8.5, and I'm also going to take the over 43.5, but push that down to 37.5. Mm-hmm. Next up, Titans at Jags. Tennessee Titans minus 4.5, over under 49. Yeah, I'll take the minus 4.5. That's about it. Tennessee Titans, Jags. There's too much drama going on. I would take the Titans at minus 4.5. I think they're going to win by a bunch. Uh, Detroit, Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings minus ten over under fifty. That seems like a high line right there. Um, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Lions plus ten, and I'm gonna take maybe the, the plus three under fifty plus three sixty three on the Lions. I said they were gonna win, but I don't know if I if I think they're gonna win enough to actually put my money on it. But I but I, I would take a small bet on plus six three sixty three, but most of it's gonna be on Detroit plus ten and. The I'm gonna take uh I'll take the over fifty because I think they're gonna both score a bunch of points in this game playing in a dome. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what is, what's what's with the we're two, we're two hours in, man. Oh, give me a break. Uh, next up, Denver Broncos at Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow, Broncos I'm, I'm minus man, two over under thirty nine. Take taking, the under, folks. I am take the under. The Steelers at plus two in this one, and also the plus one fifteen, and over thirty nine. 
Yeah, I'm going to take under 39. That's the only thing I'm touching <laughs> in this game. Neither one of these teams can score any points, especially against two <coughs> two decent defenses. This might be the lowest scoring game of the season. <laughs> Packers at Bengals. Packers minus two and a half, over under 50.5. I'll take the minus two and a half. I'll take the Bengals to win outright at plus 127. Wow. Joe Burrow. Joe, Joe, Joe. <laughs> New England Patriots at Houston Texans. Minus nine. I'll take the minus nine on the Patriots. Minus nine over under thirty over under of thirty nine. That seems uh, the, well, I mean the, the Texans, Texans didn't score, they, they any didn't score anything last week, so yeah. Uh I I'll take the, the Patriots minus nine and the over, but I'm gonna take it on a teaser, push that uh up to minus fifteen and the over up to forty five. Uh, Bears plus five and a half over under 45.5 at Raiders. At Raiders. Mm, I'll take the minus five and a half on the Raiders. Ooh, crazy town. I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Bears plus five and a half really? with the over 45.5 on a teaser. Uh, next up, Browns at Chargers. The Chargers minus two and a half over yeah, under 46 and a half. Favored in this one. I'm not touching this one. This is a tough game. Chargers. I wouldn't touch it. Just I know. Didn't I know. Have it I know at home. The Browns. In SoFi. The Browns. Off the 105 either. freeway. <laughs> yeah. I'm not touching this one. I'm going to take the off the 105 <laughs> minus 2.5. I'm going to take the Chargers minus 2.5. They're going to win by a bunch. Uh, really? John- by a bunch? Yeah. The Raiders are on their normal skid. The Raiders? Or the Browns? Oh, the Browns are on their normal <laughs> skid. Well, Mayfield's coming off a shit game, so let's uh, see if he can yeah, tie two shit true. games together in a row. Turn it around. Uh, Giants at Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Minus seven over under 53. I'll take the minus seven on the Cowboys. It's a little rich for my blood. Uh, I might take it on a teaser, but I'm actually going to take the under 53. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants are going to struggle to score points in this game, and the defense is not terrible. Uh, Niners at Cardinals. Cardinals minus six over under 48. I'll take the minus six. I think the Cardinals are going to win by more than six in this one for sure. Really? Yeah. That's really? well. You said it was going to be a blowout earlier. Yeah. In the I'm, going podcast. T- I'm going to take the Cardinals minus six. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> I'm going to take the Cardinals minus six. I, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. The Chiefs minus three over under fifty six and a half. Mm-hmm. You crazy? Mm-hmm. I don't know about this one. This one, I'm not. Always, I'm not going to touch this one either. I'm going to take the Bills plus one and thirty three. Bills are going to win outright. They might win by 14. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, you might be surprised. You might be surprised. Actually, I'm going to... forgot I got to put that... I actually gotta... Oh, you really want to put that bet in, don't you? Well, I mean, this is the Bills we're talking about. <laughs> and uh, the Bills make you want to shout, right, Ben? The Bills do make me want to shout. Don't they make you want to shout? The Bills make me want to shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the Bills are... I can't. Yeah, no, no, it was, it's good to listen to once. <laughs> oh, error placing bet. What the? Fuck? Oh, what? They're not even allowing you to play. They're they're trying to save you right now, Ben. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. not even a good bet. What's that? That's not even a good bet. At plus one thirty three to win, just you know, a few dollars. Why is this not functioning? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. no, they 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 try to save you on that one, but. <laughs> You, can't you just can't me. help yourself. You can't save me. <laughs> you tried to throw me under the bus earlier. Oh, I did. 
I didn't try. I did. Actually, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a long bus. It was like one of those buses that has that little like the connector between the two. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those. It was one of those buses. He threw me on the third rail and just rubbed my face all over the third rail and then waited for the train and then reversed and then came back again, killing me. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at Ravens. Ravens minus seven over under 46. I'll take the actually. No, I wouldn't touch that one either. Yeah, I don't think the Ravens are gonna win by by seven. I think it's gonna be a close game. Um, uh, not gonna touch it. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Colts plus 270. Small, uh, but I would also take uh, Colts plus seven in this game with a larger bat because I think the Colts are gonna win this game outright. Mm-hmm. Friday, what's next about a big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our shot of the week. It's the drinking portion of the oh, show. Oh, finally. Two hours and six you minutes into the show. You have not been able to shut the fuck up about football <laughs> this entire time. I know. I do apologize, people. <laughs> but uh, it is our drinking portion of the show. We have our shot of the week. We have our beverage of the week. We have our beer of the week. And first up, we have our shot of the week in honor of Ben's favorite quarterback, Geno Smith. He never wants to see Russell Gino, Wilson play football Gino, ever again Gino. for the Seattle Seahawks. And uh, tonight's shot is a beautiful shot that you can find on Yeah, because uh, I remember Twitter all those times and, when uh, Michael Jordan would, would like do things, you know, in the media. He would always be wearing a, the the Jumpman hat, the Jumpman shirt, well, the Jumpman. Probably. <clears throat> What's that? He probably is now. Actually, he doesn't even do it now. No, he doesn't because he's not going to wear his own shit in public like he's a giant billboard of himself. Yeah. Yeah, well. He's trying to promote his shit. Well, yeah. I mean, it's... Well, you let me know when you... If you ever see someone wearing a number three gear like that he makes for probably Nike, you, just let me know if you ever see a human being wearing it. Maybe he's the only one that owns it. Yo, tonight's shot. Sorry. We've dubbed the Geno Smith Express. How do you think he's going to express himself, Ben? With three touchdowns, <laughs> 289 yards, and one rushing touchdown. Oh, wow. oh damn. Okay. I mean, pick him up, fantasy players out there you saw what he did he yeah, ran the yeah. ball right down the field yeah, that's true that's true but uh tonight's shot is a beautiful layered yeah, shot uh it is concocted with a white chocolate liqueur with some sour apple pucker sitting on top of that with a little bit of uv uv blueberry vodka sitting on top of that ben i'm sure this is gonna be a very good shot it's not gonna be overly sweet i think the vodka is gonna add a little bit of spiritiness to it just enough to kill the sweetness. So, all right. What colors, inspired though, this shot from it? Geno Smith, man. All right, baby. And your hatred of <laughs> Russell Wilson. My, my love for the West Virginia Mountaineers. I was born in West Virginia. I was washed in a dishpan in a trailer in West Virginia. My dad got his PhD in West Virginia. I lived in Morgantown. You got to root for Geno Smith. I, I'm going to root for him. Of course, I'm going to root for him. But let's have Russell Wilson return as quickly as possible still. <laughs> Cheers to you, Ben. All right. Let's give it a you shot. So. I mean, the colors are beautiful, though. And you can find the pictures on Instagram and on Twitter. On Twitter, at Goal Thirst. And <laughs> at, on, at Instagram. That's yours. At, you run the Instagram, At Thirstand. You know? At Thirstand. Yes, that is correct. On Instagram. That is correct. Yeah, it's okay. funny that I know the Twitter handle better. That'll blow the top off a mountain in West Virginia. Sweeter than I expected. It's, but it was good. It was tart also. It was very tart. It was like almost like a sweet tart. It was actually almost a very like good a shot. sweet tart mixed with a bomb pop. It was actually a very good shot. Very, very. That's good a very shot. summery shot. This would be a really great shot. 
If we rename if it, it wasn't 59 degrees outside. If we rename it in in the summer to something else, yeah, and you take credit for it, well, obviously because you made the shot. Uh, <laughs> but you can you can take credit for this, right? No, thank you, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, no, it was really really good. It was a very it was very sweet good and shot. tart. Yeah. It was it was sweet. It was tart. I mean, I wish it was maybe a little less sweet. But where'd you rate to spend our Thirsting Goal rating scale of <laughs> like, shots? We've literally only spent four minutes on the shot of the week. Well, I mean, we don't spend too and much time Roddick's on it. It's... Trying to get done. <laughs> I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give it a, an eight because spicies only get nines and tens. Sweets can only get eights and below. And no, but last week, Unless I think, it, that I think was a really good that one. That was a 10 last week. But that I was think. a really good one. And even the week before, I think you gave it a 10. Uh, what was the last What was last week? Last week was the not Phoenix Rising. Last week was the... Let's take a look here. I forget what it was. a really good one, though. Um, it was the... Oh, it was the refs. Uh, it was the umpire. Oh yeah, dumpster yeah, 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 yeah. fire. That one was also a very good one. But still, I that, hate it when Jerry Jones is right. That Arizona Cardinals inspired shot. That was a very, yeah. very good shot. Um, but this one, I also actually would give it an eight too. I just wish it was maybe just a little less sweet. But that tartness on it was very nice. Yeah, I mean the, the officials have just been horrid, but I think they like it that way. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry Jones is right. He said, you know, the reason we get all these bad calls is because the NFL loves controversy and nothing brews controversy more than bad calls. You know, he just likes to be in the media. Who's that? Jerry Jones. Why do you say that? Um, Just he has that sort of personality. But what does that mean exactly? I mean, do, <laughs> I'm not going to take another shot. I'm not going to take. You're not going to bait me into another shot. Well, God. just the fact that you knew I was baiting you tells me you haven't taken enough shots. God bless that guy. Because <laughs> just the fact that you caught what I was doing no, tells me that? you haven't taken well, You don't usually ask that many shots. follow-up questions. But why? <laughs> why exactly would you say that? Well, I mean, I, listen, we could do an interview uh, portion. of. I, I have a lot of follow-up questions. We'll do an interview. One night, it's going to one one podcast is just going to be Franny interviewing me for an hour and then me interviewing him for yeah, an hour. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> And next up, Ben, on the big board. Sorry, I just like literally <laughs> breathed in my drink. Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage. He won't even wait beverage, for me to say what's up on the big board now. He's just beverage running through the-, the week. Uh, it's something that I've seen on the shelf multiple times. I just have failed to pick it up because there was always a better scotch that I wanted to try before this. But it's the Agitator Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey Finished. And red wine barrels. It's 86 proofs, about 43% alcohol ban. It's a beautiful looking bottle. It's actually something that you would expect a fancier sort of, like a cognac almost. It looks like a cognac should be in this bottle and not a bourbon. It's a wine company from Parlier, California. Pretty sure Franny's just going to cut my mic soon and just go on with the show without me. I think that's so. If you don't hear from me, it was it's been a fun night talking to all of you. <laughs> well, you just signed I'll, off. I'll see you. you signed off about I'll thirty minutes you. ago. I'll see you next week. Uh, Friday, take it. This is Agitator Bourbon from this. Uh, it's Agitator Wine Company. It's actually a wine company. They have wine offerings, also a bourbon offering. As Agitator Bourbon is an excellent example of what they do best. They break the mold to craft a bold, new flavor never tasted, never tasted before. This is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Their bourbon whiskey is fermented and distilled in Kentucky from 21% rye 
and aged for two years. That, ex- that explains the rye taste. Uh, and aged for two years in new charred white oak barrels like everyone else. But then they sent it over to California for some fun and rebellious activities in oh. California. <laughs> well, they're rebels. We're rebels out here. Yeah, yeah. It spent three months in oak barrels that recently housed California Cabernet Sauvignon. They brought together two of their favorite things in a new way. The results, a rich and flavorful whiskey with complex aromas and a deep amber hue. The tasting notes. So what do red wine barrels do to a bourbon whiskey? They create a two question marks, no less. They create a handsome deep amber hue with rich vanilla and baking spice aromas balanced with subtle vinous, vinous, vinous fruits, aromatics. They give a complexity that can be savored neat or crafted into your favorite cocktail. They break the rules. So they don't plan on giving you any. On the palate, you'll en- will enjoy flavors of vanilla, caramel, clove, nutmeg, and red fruits, finished by long by spice notes. Red fruits. I mean, they got really lazy with that portion. <laughs> red of fruits. Red fruits. Just pick one. Apples, <laughs> cherries, yeah. strawberries. Anything red. Just currants. They're all the same. They're all the same. <laughs> you know, black black caps. Uh, finished with long spicy notes, culminating with a satisfying dry tannic sensation. All right. Well. Ben. That was very funny. Where do we get the job writing this stuff? I know. Seriously, we do. We're really, oh, you do. You really need to get a job writing this stuff. Well, I can just, dic- you can just dictate what you say, and then I'll <laughs> write it down. I'll type it in. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's see how this thing smells. <laughs> let's see how <laughs> this thing smells. And you're giving it, me shit? Yeah, let's see how let's, it smells. Let's Does let's it see. smell we'll good? Pick, it smells pick that thing up off the ground over there. Let's see how it smells. What, what is it? <laughs> that actually sounds like something you would say. <laughs> I know. Yeah. But that's why well, you're making fun of me, no less. Ooh, sweet. It smells like red fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know what, what red fruit it is. Good pomegranate? Well, I mean, it has a really—it's a nice, nice, deep, rich nose. It is fruity scent that I'm. I mean, it's there's some cinnamon notes there. It's 86 proof. There's a nice pepperiness to it too. I mean, it's it's actually the nose is really nice. Yeah, and it's run by. It a almost head. doesn't smell like a bourbon. It's almost like a cognac. Just because it's like a little bit of a, it's like a wine rye bourbon mix. Just because of all the the fruitiness in there. I mean, it's it's a lot sweeter. Than you would get from a regular bourbon. Yeah, it's but it's got a little spice, little, little little harshness on the nose. Little little yeah, it's got a little, a little spice, a little, little, little nutmeg, little holiday sort of spice on the nose. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it does have that pastriness to it. A little bready, but very. But it's actually it's nice. actually it's actually not quite, a, not so bready that it overwhelms. Yeah, you. but it's a little complex though. I mean, there's a lot there. I mean, if you leave your nose in there. There's a lot of nice, uh, not a lot of nice notes coming out. Actually, yeah, and the color is it. It is. It's a deep. It's sort yeah. of a deep color. It is. It is really nice. I mean, there's some there's some redness there to it too. That's actually really nice. The color is beautiful, Ben. Let's give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, this is literally like the same color of the pipes are going to steal out of Jared Goff's house while he's <laughs> playing on the road tomorrow. Cheers. Oh, that's nice. It's it's very subdued on the on the it is, on the palate, but it but finishes very, with a nice. I mean, it's very smooth on the spice. entry. Has some sweetness, but I really like that rye spice. It's, I mean, twenty one percent rye, which is still ten percent not enough for bed. Yeah, I know, but but with that with the burn plus the spice, it's a really nice, enjoyable finish. Wow, that's actually pretty good. 
the entry is almost like an iced tea. It's like, I'm nothing. Mm-hmm. Just say hello. I'm just going to give you a little bourbon. You don't even taste the alcohol on the, on the, on the initial, uh, but it's almost too when soft. When it touches your palate, it's, it's almost, almost like, don't mind me. And then until it gets to the back it's of the, passing through. until it gets to the back of the throat where you do get that nice little bit of spicy burn. But I'm not getting a lot of flavor on the front, though. I mean, it's it's very it really soft, is amazing how subdued. little of the alcohol and flavor you get on. the I mean, because on the nose, there's so much, and then when you put it into your mouth and you give it a sip, <laughs> you kind of swish it around a little bit. <laughs> you're why, making fun of me. Why are you laughing, you're Ben? Why are you laughing? No, no reason. You know? <laughs> continue, continue. You know, uh, I'm I'm just I just wish there was. It's a little disappointing actually to have so little flavor. You know, compared to the to, to the nose uh, to the to the notes that you're getting, it's really subdued on the yeah, on the, on the entry too... to your mouth and on the, on the front palate. It's really a little too. It's subdued. almost like iced tea. Yeah, actually, that that's that's a very good description. There is some uh, some ice teeness to it, but then on the mid on the mid palate, it kind of finish up. it really. It really gives you that nutmeg and that cinnamon. Yeah. On the, I don't really taste the, any fruitiness on yeah, the. I, on the I, I mean, how much there is on the nose, you're not really getting at all. I wonder anywhere. I wonder, yeah, front, because the, the nose back. is far more complex. Mm-hmm. I'd almost put this in a what do you call those big ass glasses you hold with your palm, like a cognac glass. Mm-hmm. Like you it, love it, cognacs. Well, but this you is this deserves that cognacs. type of glass where you really just stick your whole face in it, because the, the really the a bowl. <laughs> the, bowl. the love affair you would have with this would really be getting a nice a glass with a huge nice big like a cognac glass with a nice big mm-hmm. opening where you could really get your and your what, nose would you, what would you pair this with ben <laughs> oh that's a tough one normally i would say a burger as Franny says i pair everything with a burger apparently i would pair this honestly i'd pair it with fish <laughs> I'd pair it with a whitefish, mm-hmm. maybe a, a haddock, an Atlantic cod, potentially a striper. But that's wow! You're very like, you know, exactly. Well, you said you you expected me to say hot dog. I did or burger. No, well, yeah, I did. I, I yeah. So I got to throw you a little curveball, <laughs> a little curveball, a little bit, a little bit. What are you doing here? <laughs> Uh yeah, but where'd you rate this though, Ben? I mean, the nose is—it actually has a, a beautiful nose, but and a beautiful finish. But everything before that, you know, the front of the tongue. I mean, the back. I mean, the middle. I mean, there's really not a lot of flavor on the front or the middle. It just kind of gives you that you nice finish. Getting, but that's about it. Where'd you rate I want it? You, want two out of three, bang. <laughs> You really want a three-hour <laughs> podcast, don't you? Well, it's two out of three. It's got yeah. the nose. It's got the. It's got a little bit. It's got the a nice finish, finish. But not it's just much missing the, the 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 entry, the front palate. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing that's missing is flavor. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I'd give it a. I'd give it a. I'm gonna give it a six point five. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a. I can't go all the way to seven. <clears throat> no, I don't want to go I, as low I, as six. See, I don't want to go as low as. I, I was thinking the same thing actually. I don't want to go as low as six, but I mean, we don't do six point fives on the show. 
Um, <laughs> All right. So apparently, I cannot do <laughs> the hammer has been the gauntlet has been has been thrown. I would say, I would as say, you know, when you go to Total Wide, it's the, all the, all the ratings are in uh, whole numbers. They are. are, are they, they actually are. Yeah. All right. Also, I'll round it up to it. It's, it's you know this. Is I'll a, round it up to a. I would seven. say this is a a six point two three eight five. Not say it's somewhere just, around there. It just halves. It just halves. We just did the betting corner. It's all three and a half, four and a half. No, I would give it a seven. I would give it a seven. I, like you said, the nose is really nice. The finish is nice. Even the entry, it's a smooth entry. It's an easy drinker. But I expected so much more. Just smelling it on the nose, it was it was there was a lot of um, what I thought would be flavor there, but it just sort of dissipated. How long has it aged? I uh, wonder if I'm that's not it. sure. It doesn't. It most likely doesn't say. I think that might be it. Uh, I, th- I think it needs to age a little bit longer in, in the wine barrels. I think it just needs a little bit longer in there just to add a little bit more flavor. Because it almost tastes <laughs> as if they took it right out of the still. Too quickly. Too yeah. quickly. Or right out of the barrel, they left it in the barrel for some minimal yeah. period of time so maybe, and yanked it out. Yeah. Maybe a year in the red wine barrels. Yeah. What does it say? I think it'll say like three it months says... or something. Yeah. Three months in oak barrels. Oh, aged for two years in new charred oak barrels. And then they sent it to California. Yeah, and I think that three month three, period. Oh, so two two years, three months, not yeah. enough. Yeah, I, I think that three month period in the oak barrels should be extended just a little bit. That's interesting. Yeah, I think it. I think it definitely, probably even longer in the, probably in the little even longer in the charred oak, but definitely longer in, you know, once it gets to California, maybe five years total. Mm-hmm. Can't believe. See, see, you can become a whiskey and beer expert <laughs> just, just like, like us. us. All right, Franny. Wait, you want to say what's next up on the big board? Or? Next up on the big board, Ben, <laughs> is our beer of Cut the week. Cut his mic. The Birra Moretti. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, so we'll go ahead and grab one from the cooler, and we'll give it a shot. All right. We're going to drink this one with uh, all the zeal and zest of a true Italian. We'll be right back. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week, Ben. The beer that you've been laughing at on the table the entire night. <laughs> the Birra Moretti L'Autentica. Oh, uh, I have a fedora in there somewhere. I need to get a fedora yeah. and a big old... I don't know that they drink beer out of Steins hey, come on, in Italy, but maybe they do. This is Luigi Moretti. <laughs> Luigi. His name is Luigi. I'm not, I'm not making is that Is it up. really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> You were laughing because you thought I was just well, I, stereotyping him. I thought, he had, I thought you were stereotyping him. Just taking his maiden away from a monkey climbing up, trying to throw barrels at him. Yeah, well, no, that's that's Mario. Oh no, that's Donkey Kong, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've never played Mario Brothers, so I think Mario Brothers was a little bit after my time when I was young, uh, and a little bit before my time when I was older and started playing video games. Yeah, well, let's let's see how it tastes, though, Ben. I mean, you know, it's well, I'm sure I'm sure you have some information for us, but I'm actually very excited to try this one because that Peroni and uh, that that Sicilian one was actually very very good. very good. A lot of good wine from Sicily, to, Sicily too. So if you see some wine from <clears throat> Sicily in your local establishment, I recommend trying it. The Sicily wine industry is booming, and it needs our support. And the wines are high quality, so check it out. This is. How do you pronounce that last that that word? There? Get your pet spayed and neutered. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. How do you pronounce that last word there? Uh, 
La auténtica. La auténtica. Bara, Morel, Moretti, la auténtica. <laughs> that's as good as it can. It's funny because in my normal life, I could pronounce I know, yeah, everything. But when I get on this podcast, I'm like, what is that word? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bitter Moretti is a quality beer made in the traditional way. It is the result of a production process that has remained almost unchanged since 1859. The, raw, the best raw materials are used to make Bitter Moretti, as well as a special blend of high-quality hops that gives it a unique taste and fragrance, enhancing its perfectly balanced bitter taste. Uh, the ABV is 6%. Not bad. The ingredients are water, malted barley, maize, or corn, and hops. Uh, let's see. It's an 11.2-ounce bottle. A little bit cheap there on the bottle size. Uh, servings per container, one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Seriously. That's really all the information they've got. Yeah, not much information for us for uh, Birra Moretti. That's a 139 calories, 11 grams of carb. Hey, Tony. Hey, Tony. And also a government warning here. (laughs) According to the Surgeon General, women should not drink alcoholic beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. (laughs) Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery, so drink while driving. (laughs) Yes, and also impairs your ability to to produce podcasts. Yeah. Uh, But I think they're just trying to... Extended podcasting. Well, they're, they're trying to. Uh, I think this website was designed in the U.S. to. Yeah, probably. Uh, make yeah, this sure is definitely not uh, at the Italian very least offering just to you know meet the government standards. Yeah, yeah. we're here. Uh, we're, we're available. But it's a nice bottle. I mean, it's got that bottle looks like it's old school, man. Like you said, it's like a it's it's something that doesn't look like it's been changed for since it was, you know, born. Do you think La Autentica is authentic? I'm I'm thinking, um, yes, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm it's probably thinking, a bit I'm more thinking, at the authentic. I'm thinking birra also means beer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Moretti is Moretti uh, is the last name of the guy. <laughs> I thought it was maybe a type of cheese. <laughs> All right, make Luigi Moretti. <laughs> I uh, it's it's not it's not a it's not an exciting life, but it is my life. Cheers, Ben. Cheers to you. Well, what made you pick this one? Uh, you know, I was actually, you know, that, that, that Peroni that you actually picked up, uh, when you were over house a, a few weeks back. Um, you know, I, I don't know. We, we finished off like the six, but it was, most of it was gone. I finished off the last couple of bottles that were remaining, but I, you know, I didn't realize how good of a, a beer that actually, I mean, it's just a solid, nice, enjoyable yeah. beer. It's not like, uh, you know, the, the hops are not going to knock your socks off or anything like that. If you're looking for like an IPA or something, but it's just like a nice light beer that has flavor i mean it's an easy to drink beer uh that sicilian one same thing very you nice. know very nice you know i mean italians are known for their cuisine not as much for their beer but i mean the, the few that we've had on the show i mean they've been really good they've been solid offerings and i'm hoping that this one will be the same hoping it makes stanley tucci proud yeah. <laughs> let's give it a sniff oh nice nose that's malty Malty, weedy, but also clean yeah, and crisp. Not much hop. Not much hop there. But I didn't expect that for a lager like this. Well, they did. It says... Didn't they say something about hop and the... Uh, mm. High-quality hops. They give it a unique taste and fragrance. Taste I'm sure that, and I mean, there's, fragrance. there's hops in there, but on the nose, though, it's not really strong. All right, I'm going to do it. All right. Cheers to you, Ben. Very light. It Not is light. That crisp. On the back, there is weediness. A little dryness on the, and weediness on the yeah. back. 
very clean. It is. I mean, the carbonation is nice and tight. You know, it's it's <laughs> it is. I mean, it's it's like the little bubbles. It's so it's not like a Lakers offense. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Westbrook for three. Westbrook for three. Yeah. I mean, there's actually not a lot of flavor there. It's enjoyable, but I just wish I had more on the front of the palate. You know, it's it's very similar to the um, to the whiskey we just had. There's not a lot on the front. has a nice finish. Kind of like an everyday beer. Yeah, it's easy to drink, but, uh, but uh, there's uh, something about this that I don't like. Uh, <laughs> It's just more, but it is. It, I think it's the, actually, I think the Peroni was a little bit better. Oh, Peroni's than this. better, but it actually is a beer made for the gentleman on the label. But it does give you an accent. It does. <laughs> it, 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 it and it's disappointing because it's, sometimes it. when you go to another, you know, you want to go to Russia and then you're talking like this <laughs> in Ukraine and they don't like it. <laughs> what? Well, you know, I I want to go to St. Petersburg. If I order this, I'll, I'll be trying to understand and learn Russian. All of a sudden, I have this, and I'm speaking in an Italian accent. Yeah, that's right. It's just like when you were in Prague, and that little kid didn't understand you when you were trying to speak speak Czech <laughs> or some language. I have no idea. No, it was Czech. It was Czech. Noble. <laughs> Noble. That's two. Yeah, I guess. That's I universal know. for two. That, that's still. <laughs> Poor kid. I wonder, what the fuck's wrong with this American guy? But he got it right, though, no? No, I mean, well, because he, he, he had to correct you. He to, <laughs> he's like... Uh, two. <laughs> He's like, dude, bro, where are you from? <laughs> yeah, because Prague has people from everywhere. I mean, it's a, it actually is the most traveled, yeah, it visited is. city it in is. all of it Europe. Is, yeah. So there's a but, lot of languages. But uh, what would you rate this though, Ben? I mean, it's it's um, I expected better. I mean, especially after that uh, Sicilian offering and after the Peroni. I mean, those were two very flavorful. Beers both on the front and on the back. I mean, it was a nice, nice uh, entry, nice finish, and just easy to drink. They were crisp, they were refreshing. This one, it's kind of lacking. You know, there's just not a lot of flavor there. I mean, it's got a little bit of a fruitiness, sort of. Uh, it's just, I mean, there's <clears> that dryness. It's like a pronounced dryness, but that weediness on the back, which is not my favorite. I'm not a big yeah. guy, and I didn't expect uh, that that sort of flavor from from the beer. I'll give it a six. Yeah, we give it a five. Damn. It's just, it's just an average beer. It's not something I would ever grab off the shelf. I mean, if I have other offerings available to me from Italy, this is not going to be one of them. Interesting. Yeah. So like the Russell Wilson of beers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hope so. Listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'll, I'll give her like the snippets. I'll, like, I'll just message her snippets of the podcast with your Russell Wilson hate. I don't suppose you're going to tell her to listen to like the first few episodes of this season when I said he was the best quarterback in football you week after week said after week. That. You're okay, you've uh, said that before. I have said that before. I, th- I still think he's the best quarterback in all of football. Ah, he's not the best. But I think he's, he's the he's best quarterback if, if he can figure out a way to not chuck the ball 40 yards down the field when there's an available first down from time to time. Mm-hmm. He would be the best quarterback in football. Yeah. But it must be really awkward of him right now, like sitting in traffic and somebody cuts him off. Like, what does he stick up? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like his his his, his surgery is his whole hand, I guess. Skip. Uh, <laughs> I've turned into Skip Bayless. The thing I hate the most. But uh Ben, next up on the big board. <laughs> I'll do that for you. It's I think I think that's gonna be like a running thing. Our right? housekeeping to finish up the show. 
All right. Franny comes <laughs> in at a five. I come in at a six. Franny is uh, unplugging the equipment as I as I tell as I read this walking out. Away. <laughs> He's walking away. Uh, we are a Good show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening tonight, please head over to our website at thirstygold.buzzsprout.com. My car door closed. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes, all 143 of them. You can check out all our show notes and get links to the stories that we cover and the browns, the bourbons, the scotches, the ryes, the cognacs, and the interesting wine barrel bourbons that we tasted tonight you get links to all the podcatchers in the universe spotify Castbox, box pocket cast apple podcast and the rest you can also get us on amazon audible and pandora leave us a review how many stars funny five stars ben please leave us a five star review you can email us at podcast thirsty gold at gmail.com you can follow us on Franny's amazing instagram account now, now nominated for uh potty. Is that a real award? I hope not, because it wasn't nominated for a potty at Thurstand. And I'm on uh Twitter at Goal Thirst. You can check out all of our photography as well. Thank you all so much for listening tonight on the Russell Wilson bashing podcast. Huh. You bashed him. I did not. That is true. You bashed Carson Wentz, Lamar Jackson. I never. I didn't even bash Lamar Jackson. <laughs> eh, you weren't kind. I. I just said uh, Kyler Murray should get as much praise as he does. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. You weren't. You, you were nice about Dak Prescott. Not nice about Daniel Jones. No. Overly nice about Tannehill. All right. All right. All right. All right, Friday. Anything else to add before we? finish up the show. Uh, Nothing else to add, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week.